Welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Company. This is the world of Atlaran. Beyond the Forgotten Realms, and perhaps not far from Exandria, Atlaran and her two-moon sky have seen leviathans, dissolutions, divine gates, and calamities. And that's only the last 5,000 years. These have all played parts in the world's fate, but it's the people that truly shape the future. And, every so often, little windows of time, short glimpses into exceptional people's lives, are plucked from the midst of the chaotic centuries, and we call them stories. They're not always epics of heroism and bravery, quite the contrary. Every hero was once a bumbling fool, or a selfish mercenary looking to make a platinum, or, in most cases, both. But on a far smaller scale, perhaps it is time we look at the 300 years since our last story. Much of the world of Atlaren has entered an industrial age of machines, magics, gunpowder, and most volatile of all, the printing press. Factions and nations fight for political supremacy as much with blade and bow as paper and ink. But the machinations of nobles don't mean much to our crew. In this particular window in time, it is the year 501, and despite the advancements of the world, the Antarctic continent of Frosthold is still a little behind. A trio of wanderers have unknowingly taken up a mercenary contract together, intertwining their separate threads. Each seek a form of salvation in their own way. One must undo a mistake, one must find their strength, and one must find their true place. Scrappy misfits all. This is their story, pitted against a world of danger and rushing further into the unknown every waking moment. I need no weapon, for I am the weapon. I need no armor, for my family is my armor. When I fall, I rise to guard eternal. This was the Nothar creed that Fustrak Broadhorn was raised by. A Minotaur barbarian with a love of battle and honor, the son of Chief Tejar is fierce detective of those he cares about. Fustrak is traveling the world to learn new fighting styles and techniques, and hoping to bring them back home to Garrett Eldathas. While not exactly smart, Fustrak makes up for it in brute strength and tenacity on the battlefield. The maul on his back comes in handy, but Fustrak prefers unarmed combat to even the playing field. Despite his gruff exterior, Fustrak can be quite patient, kind, and gentle, but guards the secrets of his past tightly though it may soon catch up with him. If you're ever in search of polite company and good conversation, perhaps Magda Renly won't be your first choice. If you have a problem that needs taken care of by whatever means necessary, however, you won't find a better mercenary for the job. Hailing from the Bjorning woods of Amnoblin, Magda has traveled the world under the employment of the Atlan Mercenary Company. She's a human blood hunter who acquires her abilities from special concoctions taught to her by the Guild of the Gate. While she has served the AMC for many years, anyone who comes across her may get the distinct impression she has no interest in niceties and kissing ass to rise through the ranks. Even so, Magda knows that in order to achieve her goals, she needs the AMC and the Guild. If she'll ever be able to stop looking over her shoulder and finally start looking forward, she needs to play the game. But she'll be damned if she lets herself trust anyone again. Oh, hey there, guy. My name is Noah Nicholas Nesbitt Barago, which you know is probably too many names, but Ma and Dad couldn't pick one they liked best, and even after all that effort to choose one, they like, you know, they ended up calling me Nick, wouldn't you know? 
Even my babysitters growing up, old Alma and Candy, called me all sorts of things because, Christ, they had a lot to choose from, didn't they? Half the time I don't even know who anyone is talking to, but I answer anyway because I just like to be helpful. Okay, uh, where was I? Oh yeah, you can just call me Noah. I grew up in a sweet little suburb of Port Midcord called Reese's Ridge, and I tell you what, I wouldn't have it any other way. My parents have a successful little potion shop that I helped out with as a kid. My dad was doing crazy experiments with the potions while Ma was tinkering away on whatever she could find. You know, I remember some of the other kids while I was growing up, they would come to our neighborhood barbecues and bring their toys over to show off. Why, this one time I accidentally melted poor Patty's new doll, and boy did I feel silly. After that, you can sure bet I got a good lesson in potion safety. Well, once I got older, I traveled around with the Phelan caravan since, you know, they were good friends of the folks, and I learned a lot more on my travels. Now, after traveling so much, I've helped the folks expand the business and, you know, created a few more things that we can stock in our stores. I came to Frosthold in search of some rare ingredients and some make some new, you know, potion things with. And I'll be darned all the heck if I'm not going to come up with something cool to show my dad next time I come home. Vagrant, entertainer, gun for hire, Christmas fortune mayor has been known as many things and gone by various names, whatever suits him best at the time, to get to the next day, to the next job, to the next handful of coin. Christmas does not go out of his way to show cruelty nor kindness and grants neither favor nor misfortune. He acts solely for his own interests and only helps or harms others to further those interests. Though born far in the north under more privileged circumstances, an encounter with the chaotic magic of the Feywild set Christmas Path in a drastically different direction, a direction that changed him, both inward and outwardly. But with change comes freedom, and with freedom comes danger. Survival from one day to the next is both exhilarating and grueling, but Christmas has mastered surviving. Whether by the stage or a passing stranger's pocket, making it to the next day is his specialty. Everybody, Hello. welcome to the Atlarn Adventuring Company. I'm your Dutch master, Taylor Wallace, and joining me, I have Astrid Knight. Hey, brief. Okay, I don't know. Um, Blake Wolf. Uh, hi. I have Zachicha Gale. Hey there. And I got Coop. It's uh, me, Chris Pratt. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. God. <laughs> hey, we're restarting the stream. Yeah. <laughs> what a terrible choice. Anyway. Right? To give so. birth to him. What a terrible choice. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and then to name him after a deep fried rodent. Yeah. <laughs> a Chris or a Pratt? A, a Chris Pratt. <laughs> oh, a Chris Pratt! <laughs> giggly today oh, All right. <laughs> um, so. honestly after the week that that i've had i need it so okay. fucking same yes 
Uh, so last time, game nineteen, we've hit twenty. Uh, bluff or fold? Ooh, more Check. card shit. Yeah, more themes. Uh, I tried to make this as condensed as possible, so bear with me. A lot of Ooh, shit has girl. been happening lately. Uh, so you guys left the uh, train in the station where you met with Orson Parrish, a.k.a. the dealer, and you headed back to Mjolendruna Mead Hall, uh, where they stopped the AMC office. Uh, Fustrock sent off a message to Kit uh, of Volfira about the Fifth Horseman. Uh, you were informed that they already know and Leon Veneer is on it. Uh, later on, after Noah checked some bounties... Uh, Christmas headed out with Fustrak to check on Daisuke, the dock worker whose face you stole. Uh, you didn't get much out of him other than finding out that he is indeed practically destitute. Uh, let's see. You guys regrouped to talk about your plan for the dealer's request, which was to bring him Ferdinando Roscoe and sink the fifth horseman. Uh, Christmas and Magda put together a disguise to make her look more like her old self for when Joan and Jared are set to the, arrive in the morning. Noah, without any of you realizing, slipped out to go to Chips in the hospital and managed to get him out of there with Kenamak Amborough. Uh, Burkana, the Lycari of Life, also arrived, but he is remaining in Locks Landing. Uh, Fustrak handed Jasper some letters to give out should... Fustrak fall. Uh, and in the night, Magda woke to find Lorcan in her room, uh, who I will refer to as the false Lorcan uh, for the moment. Uh, basically told you you'd been avoiding your fate for too long and you owed him. Uh, owed him extra interest. Uh, he demanded either your life or for you to make yourself useful. He wants... Uh, Ferdinando Roscoe as well, or for you to kill Orson Parrish. Yeah. Uh, Christmas, after learning about this, reached out to Veronestra uh, and managed to... You didn't get much new information, but she was able to tell you that at least Hearsome may be involved, but he is certainly not the false Lorcan. Um, and Lorcan may indeed be heading to him. Uh, she also told you that Tristan, Walter, and Ferdinand used to run together uh, back in the early days and even before the Crows. Uh, and they had a mysterious boss. Hello, Sneezy Boy! How you doing? Why? <laughs> Hello, baby! Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> in the morning, uh, Magda met up with Joan and Jarrett, learning that they themselves were gamblers. Uh, piecing together and sharing information, you came to the conclusion that the gamblers are being split between the dealer and the house. Uh, Ferdinand, Constantine Miros. deck. Yep. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, quite literally, uh, actually, because the main force of the gamblers is referred to as the deck. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Uh, Ferdinand, Constantine Miros, Tristan, and the Changeling Cass. 
uh, were all working under the house's orders to move the explosives while the dealer wasn't aware, and Walter had refused to help, leaving him unaware of what they were really doing. Um, when uh, Magda asked about who the house was, Joan said no one knew his name, and his appearance changed constantly, but most recently he's an Aladrin. Uh, when you described the creature, the, the false Lorcan, basically, Joan recognized it as the house, leading you to believe that this creature and the house are one and the same. Uh, at that realization, Magda called everyone in to talk together, and that is where we ended the session. Oh, boy. It was dense, but I managed to make it shorter than the usual stuff. Uh, let's see. So, my friends. Let's go back to the Locks Landing map, just in case. Titan! Uh, there was a thing that I was going to do at the beginning of this session. What was it? Ben, I think it had to do with It had you. to do with yeah. me. Yeah. Was it the letter? The, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so Magda had opened up the door and told Noah to gather everybody. Uh, so I believe that Noah would have to go back downstairs to grab yep. uh, Christmas. And I also believe Foostruck. Yep. Lorcan, or not Lorcan, Jasper is around. Um, so Noah... When you head downstairs and grab everybody, uh, the meat hall, uh, one of the bartenders, uh, this uh, geary woman with a shaved head, she steps up to you. Um, she says, um, excuse me, Mr. Barago? Uh, yeah, that's me. Uh, you were rooming with Mr. Shaolik, yes? That is correct. I haven't seen him around lately. Would you be able to give him a package that came in? I... Yeah, I can do that, sure. Um, and she goes behind the bar and she brings out this, like, like that size crate, like basketball size crate, um, and hands it over to you with a letter. Okay. Um, before I grab everybody, I'm going to scan that letter real quick. Okay. You know what it says. I sure do. Uh, and then I'm going to grab everybody and be like, oh, okay, let's go upstairs, you guys. We got the, there's some things that are happening. We got to talk. Is Struck. it a good talk or a bad talk? I mean, what do you think? <laughs> Pulls out the mall. Touches <laughs> <laughs> up the Sadly. stairs. No weapons in the bar. Uh, <laughs> no. Goes up the stairs, pulls out the mall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, before before Fustrak goes in, I'm gonna stop him and be like, "Hey, so uh, uh, Lorkin got a package, and it looks like it belongs to you. So uh, you uh, can just, I'll just let you have it." Wait, what? Lorcan got a package and it belongs to me. Yeah, you know, it looks like they were trying to get something for you, and I've I think it's something you could probably use, and I'll I'll hand it over. Do you hand over the letter too? Yes. Okay. I'll send it over. Yeah, that you. way it makes sense. 
Zach. Right. Um, but what you get is uh, a basketball-ish size crate. Uh, and inside of the crate is a case, and inside of the case is about the size a of a relay baton. Oh. Uh, about the size of a, re a relay baton, but closed-ended. A uh, platinum cylinder set with Thunar writing. Oh my god. You what? literally just described the MacGuffin in the book I am 52,000 words done with. The MacGuffin? The MacGuffin, the magical item that everybody's after. Okay, yeah. Yep. Well, thankfully, it doesn't stay that for long. All right, okay. continue. <laughs> That's fine. All right. I am reading this letter as we speak. Okay. Um, yeah, the letter, the letter will tell you what's inscribed on the cylinder. Um, okay. So, you all gather up in Magda's room where Joan and Jared are waiting. I do not. You do not. No, I'm gonna tell Noah. Um, I gotta, I gotta check on something real quick, and then I'll be up there. And okay. then I'm gonna do what we talked about last time with the, uh, the white tiger tabaxi woman hmm. that's sitting at one of the tables. The racism. I'm going we talked to... about you doing something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna find a little napkin somewhere, or a little, little piece of cloth or paper. And write the Thunar, uh, like shadow mark that we have for danger, and just like uh -huh. put it on the bottom of a glass, and then oh, like yeah, yeah, walk yeah. by and serve that, just to see if they okay have any so reaction to it. You, a random man, are putting a glass on her table. Uh, no, no, no. I will have. I will send it with one of the wait staff. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. All right, yeah. Um, one of the bartenders takes it over to her, and she looks a little confused. Do you tell them to tell her it's from you? Nope. Okay. Yeah. She she just looks confused. And from what glances. I remember, you said that she looks nervous or, like, anxious. So yeah, it, yeah. to convince the wait staff, I would just be like, she looks like she could use a little liquid courage. Okay. Yeah, do that. Uh, yeah, she... As the drink is set down, she kind of looks around, like, looking for somebody trying to make eye contact with her, trying to see, like, is somebody flirting with me or what's happening? Um, but you see her, like, kind of swirl the drink around. And, uh, actually, let's see how perceptive she is. Um, yeah, before she ever even lifts the glass, she actually notices, like, through the refraction... That there's something underneath, and she lifts it up, and you see her pause, uh, and she lowers the drink back down, and is just scanning. Check. What are you trying to insight? Uh, I would like to see if her reaction to that symbol is as I would expect it to be, if she knows what it means. Do Christmas and I still have advantage on wisdom? Uh, you Checks and, or saves? You and Jasper do. Yeah. Oh, okay. And is that just saves or checks? We picked up right where we left off. Also, it's checks. That is a nat 20. Uh, Jesus, Jesus fucking Christ, um, dude. I yeah, might need to start like... using a different dice. This one might be no, rated. No, no. <laughs> he's using <laughs> Don't worry. I'll just up the difficulty myself. Um, 
No, I'm not that. I'm not that mean. Um, but uh, yeah, as she sets the drink back down, like very deliberately, you instantly know there is recognition there. And as she starts scanning, you can see she's she's looking for someone she might recognize. But about that moment, um, another person approaches her table and actually sits down across from her. Um, this kind of taller, thin woman, uh, sort of like, uh, I think the shade would be uh, considered like sun-kissed, like tan skin, uh, completely shaved bald head uh, woman in pretty loose robes. Uh, she sits down there and folds her hands. Her arms are covered in bangles and she has all kinds of rings. And she and the white tiger make eye contact and the white tiger taps the glass and she looks down and nods and also starts scanning very subtly. Okay. I'm putting myself sat down somewhere. I'm actually, you know what? No, I'm going to go play is what I'm going to do. I'm going to start. Well, yes, no, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be the lookout. So I'm going to start playing because that's what I'm here for. But I'm mm-hmm. going to keep the cowboy hat down so it's covering my eyes. Okay. All right. So for the rest of you, gathering up in Mag's room, Christmas does not come. When, uh, when I go into the yeah, room, I'm finishing packing... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm finishing packing a, a particular item into my bag. Mm-hmm. Um, because Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I have the feeling that that's going to be uh, real fun and real handy at some point. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, also very bad should, uh, should horrible things happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Uh, yeah, I am, uh, ah, once a month. There we go. Uh, but yes, I am coming into the room, uh, after packing it into my bag. Okay. So, all but one of you arrive, and, uh, Joan and Jared are still there with Magda, both looking very nervous. Where's, where's Christmas? I, he said he had something to do real quick and he'd be right up. Alright, fine. Uh, <clears throat> Alright, so I'm going to make sure the door is closed. Um, we have a problem. We have big problems. Um, mm. Okay, so what else is new? The house is uh, the person we talked to last night. Uh, the Oh, that okay. person who has uh, 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 you know and I kind of brush my cheek a little bit mm, yeah that's the house mm. okay well, that's not good no no it's fucking not so so the um, house is a it's not a demon it's yeah it's using some sort of demonic power, at least. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, we, um, 
Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So I don't know what to do at this point. Um. Oh, sorry. Uh. Joan, Jared. Uh. This is. Uh. Noah Barago and uh, Foostruck Wildborn. Yeah. I and, smile and wave. <laughs> yeah. Joan looks at Noah like Barago. Oh yeah, that's me, eh? Oh jeez. All right. Uh, I, why do you say oh jeez? Because I heard what happened at the Century Gate. Uh, oh, that's the hotel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Is that is that part of all of this? Yeah. That would be the Quarry Butcher. Okay. Who is working with the house? We have established this. The Quarry Butcher is Tristan Kepta. Yeah, this is a lot more tangled than we I think we all yeah. realized. So, um, you know, uh, so you guys are working with the house? Is that what's going on? I, uh, yeah. I mean, we're, we're part of the gamblers, yeah. Okay, so I have a, a very, very friendly piece of advice for you. Okay. Uh, and don't take this the wrong way. Um... You should stop working with the house because him and everybody he knows is going to be fucking dead soon. Okay. Oh, whoa. All right. Uh, Just so you know. I mean, I've never, I've never worked with the house directly. I've always worked with the dealer. I would, uh, I would stay on that course if I were you. That seems like the wiser choice. Also, uh, how soon can you have your boat evacuated? It's locked into the harbor. We can't do anything with it. No, I know, but how soon can you get all the people? Nobody's on. Is how many people are on there still? Well, I mean, there's going to be guards aboard, and then... Oh, that collateral. Well, there's there's city guards. Collateral. What do you mean? All right, all right, look. We have some uh, some things to do. No, all right, hold on. (laughs) We want to calm down here for a second. All right. No, okay. The thing that you need to understand, Maga, is that this is my chance to get my parents back. You already got yours. So I I understand that Noah, but also if we go off and we do that and we don't give the house anything, then I'm dead. So, we need to uh, choose yeah. our options a little carefully here. I, mean, I know you want to get your mother back and I want to help you do that, but we're walking a tightrope here. I mean, from what you said, he wanted one of three things. Mm-hmm. He wants the ship safe, he wants the dealer dead, or he wants a Roscoe. Yeah, which also means killing a Roscoe. I mean, maybe. And his daughter's right here, so I don't know how much she thinks yeah. about that. Please. I don't. mean, you you will notice I did not say kill a Roscoe. He wants a Roscoe. He's so probably I going mean, to that's, kill him. that's a death sentence. If the house just wanted to talk to him, he'd just go to him. 
you know, but then full why disclosure, would he... the dealer also wants a Roscoe, but he wants him alive. Mm-hmm. I think either way, that's also surely a death sentence, considering there's betrayals going on here. Please yeah. don't kill my dad. Okay, we're not going to do that. I think we're going to leave the ship alone. We'll that 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 the whether or not your dad dies does also depend on him. No, he's not dying. We're going to leave the ship alone. We'll leave the ship alone. I don't care about the ship. I know. Which is why we're going to leave the ship alone, Noah. What? I'm I'm just saying we're leaving the ship alone, Kalma, mm. Noah. Uh, shit. You forgot to to very obviously wink at him after you said that. Just like (laughs) (laughs) we still have to do something because the dealer wants Roscoe. Fuck. Okay, so so no, maybe we are sinking the ship then. We're sinking the ship, and then we're leaving your dad alone. So then we have to kill the dealer. God, do you think we're prepared to no. do that? I don't necessarily think that, but here's the <gasps> issue. Is that apparently the house wants one of these three things, and what's he going to do if he doesn't get them? <laughs> At least one of them. What, the same thing he's been doing the rest of the time? Just show up and be some annoying ghost and then go away? It's not... He's not just some annoying ghost. Magda. If he had the power to come get people, he would have done it. He... What, Joan? He asked you to get Dad, get Orson, or sink the ship. Yeah. Let me just tell you something right off the bat. The house always gets what it wants. Always. If you need if you need to sink the ship to be safe, I'll help you. But I need Wait, you to leave my dad alone. Didn't the house say that he didn't he want, want he the ship sank? Yeah, he does. But Orson want... does. Yeah. Yeah. Or the dealer. Yeah. Yeah, the um, dealer does. The house does not. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing they have in common is that both of them want Orozco. Yeah. I mean, it also sounds like uh, the house is kind of a spoiled child. Just always gets what they want. Mm-hmm. That's because if you don't do what the house wants, you don't do anything ever again. Yeah, they throw a temper tantrum so that they get what they want. They're a child. <laughs> I don't I don't care for the semantics, but sure. Okay, so here's the thing, right? So the house seems to always get its way. However, for the past how many ever years, it hasn't been getting its way with Magda. Well, and now it shows up and says uh, it wants something? No, uh, I haven't really explained any of that. What is happening? Uh, okay. Um... Oh, you mean to the... Oh. <laughs> well, your disguise looks really good. It's not. Oh, God. All right. Disguise? 
<laughs> she's a, you know, she. Let's just make this real easy. She's a bit crispier than normal, but she's fine. What? She just needs. She's dehydrated. I need some, some water. No, yeah. shut the fuck up. You need some gold bond. <laughs> <laughs> she needs some milk. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm gonna look at Joan and Jared, and I'm like, all right, well, I was trying to make this as little about me as possible, but apparently we're doing this, and I'll take the wig off, and... It's not gonna <sighs> take off the makeup. I'll scrub at it and stuff. And... I worked so hard on that. Sorry. Chris yeah. is gonna be so pissed when he comes up. <laughs> and then I'll I'll kind of, like, show my, my arms, too. Show all the stuff. What is happening? Callum summoned the house. Yeah. A few weeks before he left. And it killed him. And I stupidly asked to take his place. And the house cursed me. And now I have been slowly dying for the past six years. There you and go. I I don't understand though. What what do you all mean when you say he didn't get what he wanted? I was supposed to die a while ago. But I've found some methods to Stave that off. And he's a little un unhappy about that. That's who you're working for, Joan. I. Listen. I'm. I didn't get into the gamblers because, you know, I wanted to be some evil piece of shit. I got into the gamblers because I believed in what Orson was doing. And then Orson and the house diverged. I'm still in it because of Orson. What caused them to have a difference of philosophies? They've, from what I understand, they've always been different, but the house used to help Orson with what he wanted to do and in return Orson would hunt down people that the house wanted gone and then the gamblers grew up around this sort of mutualistic relationship I mean the gamblers started with Orson uh, dad and Tristan back then they they helped each other. They did good things for communities, and then they did their own business on the side. It wasn't until the past, like, I don't know, six, seven years that Tristan and the house started to diverge away from caring about what the others wanted. And then Dad has just sort of kept to himself being useful when it's convenient 
but Orson stayed true to this original idea of his. The gamblers are actually good for Locks Landing. They keep the streets clean, and they get into some iffy stuff, but for the most part, they've they've kept a lot of roads and the railroads safe from skinwalkers. They've they've protected Haven on occasion. <laughs> Jesus, that's fucking horrifying. <laughs> the wild, wild west, except it's just skinwalkers attacking the railroad. My yeah. God, <laughs> that is pretty bad. Um, um so. I I understand. I don't think that Orson Parrish I think maybe he's a little morally dubious, but I don't think he's he a is. evil person. He's he, helping me out. He cares about he cares about people, not establishments. He he helps those who help him in return. He's probably helping you because he knows you guys can be as useful to him as he can be to you. And God's know right now he needs new friends because his dearest friends have just turned against him. Not to mention his boss. So, Magda. Hmm. Based on this new information... You know, I, I wasn't sure about trusting Parrish. Um, this kind of puts him in a new light. I mean, I kind of think I know, like, what is the house going to do if we don't do what he wants? Because we're kind of backed up against the wall. We got Tristan and we got the house now. Like, they're... Like, <laughs> they're a little outside of our league. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I don't know. I... God damn it. We're gonna have to fucking talk to Walter Dine. Because well, I was be just... Fun. Well, I was just going to say we need to play both sides. And who does such a good job at that? <laughs> Thank you. Because <laughs> we do. We need to play both sides. Because if one side isn't happy... We're not, we're definitely not working directly for the house. That's out of the question. Because, obviously. But we can't solely work for Parrish either. So we need to balance the line between them both being satisfied with different things. I don't know how we're going to do that. Um, well,. First of all, Joan, so what I was getting at was that you are in the gamblers because of what Parrish stands for. Well, obviously... Yeah, I was kind of born into it, but that's a separate thing, but yeah. Yeah, you know, whatever. You're your own person. You're 
an adult. You can make decisions. It seems like your dad is starting to make his own decisions too, and he's going with the house, from what it sounds like. Because he was in on the plot to send all those explosives over to the Obsidian Collective headquarters. He was. I heard it. He's still my dad, though. I understand, but if it's between the house and the dealer, who would you rather give him over to? Because either way, one of them's going to get a hold of him. And either of them will kill him. From what it sounds like, he's got a death sentence on his head no matter where he goes. At least this way, we can decide what's going to be a more merciful way to go out. Or his highest chance of survival, maybe. That too. Maybe Parrish, I mean, you say Parrish is a good guy. Maybe he can be convinced. Yeah, but then what? He's going to be imprisoned forever instead? Maybe he can convince him to work with the dealer and his new faction. I mean, he obviously has some information about what the house is up to, right? I don't... I don't know. I don't know what Dad's doing. I don't know if Mom is in on it. I don't know who on the ship is in on it. Other than Constantine and Cass, of course, but... Cass is probably long gone by now, now that their cover's blown. I know this isn't easy. You know, I... Trust me, if I weren't... If my life weren't on the line, if my dad's life weren't on the line, I wouldn't be asking anything of this. And my dad hasn't asked for any of this. You know, he's a shoemaker. How am I supposed to... How am I supposed to pick between my dad and... and you guys? We can't make you do that. If I may. I've been struggling with something similar. How do you choose between the people that gave birth to you and raised you and versus the people that you've come to know. The thing that I've kind of that I've kind of finally realized is that it's all about who appreciates you. But also that it isn't an easy decision either way. It's not one that should be made lightly. Saying goodbye to someone is going to be tough regardless. But in the end, also what's going to come out of it? What good is going to come out of it 
versus what bad is going to come out of the other option. I know what I would do in this case because I'm on the outside. But you need to do what's right for you, but also what's right for your future. And the future of everyone else. Your dad believed in that. Paris still believes in it. I'll let you take him to Parrish if I can be there. Of course, yeah. I want to do an insight check really quick. Okay. That's a 13, probably not great. <laughs> what are you trying to insight? It. I'm Ooh, trying to stab us in the back. <laughs> yes, that's essentially it. I'm trying to understand if she is going to stab us in the back. Because right now it doesn't seem like we can trust anyone. You get the idea that she herself doesn't know. Mm. I'm good. I don't know if that makes me feel better or worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very much a she is figuring it out in the moment kind of thing. Mm. Okay, well, now that we've got that figured out, um, I have a very large stick of dynamite, so if you guys want to get this started, we can go and uh, put that ship on the bottom of the ocean. Okay. Oh, right, hell yeah, right. that sounds dope, man. Well, no, we can't. We have to do something the house wants, remember? Yeah. The house doesn't want the ship blown up. So if okay. we're going to give Orozco to Parish, then we can't blow up the ship. Man, mm. it seems like the only people who aren't going to get what they want, at least in some way, is going to be us. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah, which, shit. um, hate to break it to you guys, is not an option. Listen, right. I know I I know I said that if I was to pick an option, it would be to blow up the ship. But it's my literal childhood. You could stand to be a little less, you know, excited. Oh, I'm not excited about blowing up your ship. I can't I, tell. I am I am slightly just because I think it's going to look really cool. The dealer has said that if we blow the ship up, then he will help us. He has taken Christine Barago, the, mm -hmm. the house has, and uh, he said that he would help locate her. So if you're taking dad and you're blowing the ship up, what are you going to do to appease the house? That's the thing, Noah. We, have, we can't blow up the ship. If, if my dad's out of commission, then the ship goes to my mom. And I can tell you with almost complete certainty that she's on Parrish's side. She's always hated the house. Okay. 
So just, you know, if you're going to take away the provider for my family, at least leave us something to work with. We, we definitely can't. I mean, yeah, that's the only option we have. Like, we we give Orozco over to the dealer, we leave the ship, we can't kill the dealer, so that's off the table, so those are all our three options. So we have to... No, I know that you want help and everything, but we have to think about this a little bit rationally. Mm. There's nothing on the so ship we're... anymore. We're thinking about it rationally so that everybody else gets what they want. I Did I say that we're going to stop? Act, like, we're doing this for you. Orozco is for your mother. Orozco was like, to go get Gwyn. Was it? Yeah. Was it not, specifically? Not necessarily. We have um, three missing friends, and yeah. blowing up the ship was to get uh, help pursuing one of them. He didn't specify. Yeah. Right. No, he he said so, that if you if you bring him a Roscoe, he will help you. If you also get rid of the ship, he will actively pursue one of your friends yeah. for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he did not specify who. Hmm. He just told you the idea of where some of them were. Yeah. From yeah, I, I see a clear solution here, but I. Mm, what you personally like or you? Yeah, track. Taylor. No, I personally do. Is is anything <laughs> happening down in the the bar area that I should be worried about? I don't know. What are you worried about? Uh, that there's two people here that are connected to my past that are. It's a be a weird coincidence. For them to show up in the same bar mm-hmm. that I'm at. So, just mm-hmm. is there anything extra conspicuous going on before I head upstairs and beat some sense into Magda? No, it just uh, just looks like two lovely ladies having a conversation. Okay. Yeah, then I have ladies. given them the message that I feel is necessary to give them, so I will go back upstairs. Okay. Um, I will say, however, since you asked, uh, as you're, like, putting away, uh, your stuff and, like, picking up, like, your, your hat that's, or not your hat, but whatever you're using to collect money, um, the, uh, woman, the shaved head woman, uh, actually comes up and drops a tip into your little bucket. I check. And she smiles and walks away. Okay. I check the tip. Is there anything special about it? Why, yes, there is. There is. Uh, she dropped in. She dropped in a gold <laughs> coin, which is a pretty big tip, uh, and very oh carefully drawn onto one side, uh, with what appears to be like this sort of. It's not ink. It's not charcoal. It's almost. Uh, it's almost gel-like, so that it would actually stick to the metal. Um, but you see, I'll send it to you. Oops. 
Now I have coffee in my nose. <laughs> Extra caffeinated. Yeah. That's how you get it. You just... Yep. Goes into your bloodstream immediately. Yep. Without that journal. Yeah, like, I'm going to tell you guys now, my thought is give a Roscoe to the house and blow up the ship and then just go to the dealer. Jones is it that. so Jones, it's not the oh same God. piece of Jones paper it's a, a it's a new one right <laughs> it's actually on the coin oh Wait, it's are you saying to kill the coin the okay gotcha no so Hell no. why would the oh you're saying the we but, blow up uh, the ship to help the dealer we give a roscoe uh to the house to help you and then uh we go then, to the dealer and do what we need to do then what are we gonna do <sighs> So but, betray Joan. Mm. Yeah. No. We could I just give Joan to the dealer. Could just yeah. give Joan to the house. That's Good. true. I'm sure he'd enjoy that. <laughs> okay. I'm going upstairs after I get that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Christmas comes up to join you guys. Uh, we need to go. What are you talking about? We need to go right now. What are you talking about? We are in danger. We need to go right now. Why are we in danger? We're in danger all the time. I, would you well, like me to spend the next 10 questions. minutes explaining why we are in danger? Or would you like to get the fuck out of here before we all die? <laughs> right, you know, fine. let's go. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, guys, uh, I think that you two should probably come with. Um, where are uh, we going? Are I, they going to help us uh, blow up the ship? Okay. We're still no, talking about it. All no. right. Listen, I, <laughs> do you guys okay. have another place to go? No. We did have a safe house, but... That's compromised. Uh, and she looks over at Jared, and she's like, you know this city better than I do. He's like, uh, well, we could always go over into... Uh, could try the slums. There's always places there to hide out. Or, if we want a similar public place, we could go up to Galtry. It's another meat hall. That way there's people around to dissuade, like, big attacks. Okay. Or, we can go I don't go think that they're concerned the about people. Cool. I don't know who you are, so those are three places we're not going. Um... <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Nice what if we went too, to the hospital? Oh, all right. Yeah, that's just him. Sorry. <laughs> what if we go where? Him. Why don't we go to the hospital? We know that the gamblers are there looking oh, after no. your dad. No, no, no. Yeah. We're not putting him in danger for this. Well, you he went away with Kenna. We don't know we that. We don't know that. Yeah, we oh. don't know that. <laughs> Actually, okay, I was just... that's a really good point. We definitely don't. I'm so sorry. That was a dumb thing that I should ignore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. While you guys are, uh, like, doing this, I'm, like, putting on my, like, regular clothes underneath, like, my nasty frilly dress that I have and everything so that I'm, like, more comfortable. I mean, there's also Rod Iron Bastion. It's full of, you know, crazy fucking sentinels who can kill anything they look at. Honestly, that's not a terrible idea. The people I over like there that. are pretty wonderful. The they would definitely help us. The Sentinels are also very competent. So, all right, that's where we're going, and we're going right now. Okay. Yep. Okay. Let's right. go. Do you uh, want us to go out the window too? Or? Are we Can on we the first floor? 
Go on the second floor. Oh, Please let's start. go out the window. Cool. Okay. That was mostly a joke, but all right. <laughs> Pop open the window. That was um, a good idea. Am I gonna yeah. fit out the window? In this mm. place, yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm a big boy. We'll yeah, do the Winnie the Pooh thing and just like shove you through. Ship. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, for the sake of brevity, I'm not going to make you guys roll to get out the window. It's only the second floor. Um, and I imagine some of you have rope and it shouldn't be too hard. Um, but Joan and Jared pop out after you. Uh, and Joan looks at all of you and says, We we have to get back soon-ish. Like, we can see to the bastion, but we, we have to go before somebody starts wondering where we are. Alright, we we just need to solidify a plan and then you guys can take off just i'll tell you what don't you guys kill my dad just just go now just go now the yeah. more time you spend with us i'll put a hand up like right in front of magda's face the more time that you spend with us the more danger you're in just go now do we have a way to message them Honestly, oh. the the less that they know about our whereabouts is probably the better for them right mm-hmm. now. But if well, if we're going to do this thing with the dealer, if we're going to give Orozco to the dealer, and she wants to be there, then we need a way to contact her and let her know. We will figure we can that go to out the at AMC a later office. time. Yep, we're not doing that right now. But we don't and, have a way to contact. Uh, Joan Joan Great. grabs your shoulder and she puts a platinum piece into your palm. She says, "Just." Vodro post me whenever you decide what you're doing. And I know where the dealer is. I can take you to him. I know his usual place. Just let me know when you're ready. Okay. I'm sorry. Don't kill my dad. I'm not I'm not going to do that. You're going to be there every step of the way. Okay. Okay. Um, and she turns and looks at at Jared, and he takes her hand, and he says, "Good luck, guys. Uh, don't don't get yourselves killed." And they head off. Not to. Cool. As soon as they're out of sight. All right, we're going to the other mead hall. We're not going to the Rod Iron Bastion because oh that's God. where they think that we're going. Yeah. No, that that sounds like a good idea. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Fine. Um, before we leave, I look back up to the window. Is there anybody there? Make a perception check. You ask the scary question. Yeah, I do. Uh, perception. I'm going to use my flash of genius to add another four to that. Uh, so that's going to be 17. 17? It's a giant it's an, Doberman. <laughs> it's an open, empty window. All right. I use thaumaturgy to close the window. Uh, and then, like, all right, let's go. Everybody heard that. Whatever, close the window. Yeah. Um, but yes, you guys head off uh, to the northwest through Suraga, a little bit of Valfrey, and up into Galdry. And uh, passing through uh, Suraga, Suraga is definitely like a little, like a little Tokyo type of uh, town. It's a lot of tieflings, a lot of color, um, a lot of different architecture that you'd find in Lakmanos. Um, think like more traditional style Japanese. Um, and uh, 
following uh, following street signs and sort of maps that are scattered through the city because it's pretty big. Uh, you are able to find Galdry pretty easily, especially considering it's a fairly famous meat hall. Um, it's bigger than Mule and Druna. A lot more people, a lot more traffic, uh, and a lot like wider array of clientele. It's not just, you know, sailors coming in to drink. It's there's something for everybody. Um, it does have a pretty big, not even an inn, but its own sort of hotel attached. Um, and, uh, yeah, when you guys arrive, you see this, uh, towering four-story structure, the bottom floor being the actual mead hall, uh, the rest built out of stone uh, being the actual hotel. Um, and inside there are actually three different bars because it's so big. They're all pretty small, but they're scattered uh, to each side. Um, and yeah, you wade your way in through groups of tiefling and dragonborn and into... A new place. Are there any gamblers in here? Any gamblers? Make yeah. a perception check. Almost spilled my coffee <laughs> on myself. And do we know if we can trust them? <laughs> yeah. Right. That was not a natural 20. Uh, mm -hmm. That's a 14. 14? Uh, yeah, they're not hard to spot. Um, there are three of them sitting at a table actually playing cards uh, with a couple mm -hmm. other people. Uh, you do see that this hall does have like actual poker tables in it. Uh, they have like their hats off and they're just playing and drinking. It looks like they're just hanging out. Are any of the cards on their hats ones that we've seen before? No. Okay. Hmm. You will notice, however, they are all diamonds. Ooh. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go up to the uh, to a bartender. Mm -hmm. uh, can we get? two rooms just for one night uh the bartender who's uh probably a duragar woman uh looks up at you and she says sure sure uh how uh, just just two for one night yep okay uh that'll run you a single gold piece i give her a gold piece back that's not the gold piece that i was just given Yep, and she hands you over, uh, hands you over keys. Thank you. Was there, where are we in relation to the AMC office? Right AMC now? office is here below Braca Pit. Galdry is up here. Okay. Was there any, like, place to send Vodra Post anywhere around uh, Yeah, here? every single one of these, uh, like, little towns has their own post offices. Uh, Galdry okay. Mead Hall is not far from its own. Okay. Good to know. Hmm. Um, oh, you, mm, I think once we get once once we get like uh, confirmed, like we got rooms and everything, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna step out real fast. I'll be back in like two shakes. Can we d don't go anywhere by yourself? Um, no. Can we? Let's go chat real quick. I have stuff I have to catch you guys up on, and I'm sure you have things you have to catch me up on. Okay, fine. Also, we have said multiple what? times, no one go anywhere by themselves. What time yeah. is it? Well, we all uh, know that the rules don't apply to Magda unless she, you know, likes them. All right. At this point, it's probably like <laughs> noon. 
Okay, I have time. All right. Can I incite that from Noah? He's just being to... passive-aggressive. Well, no, that's that's exactly <laughs> no. the thing. I want to see if Noah is actually mad. Feel free. Okay. I'm pretty sure that Noah's been, like, burning with anger for, like, literally a day. <laughs> um, insight. That's a 12. I will... Oh, do you want me to message you? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Alright, continue on. <laughs> okay. Um, Alright. Once we're up in the rooms, and I'm, we're all going to go in one room. Okay. Um, I thought I maybe recognized someone from the the names and, and faces that Sala gave me. And I was right. And there are two people in that mead hall right now that I used to work with when I was part of Jade Street. My understanding is that they left because they didn't want anything to do with the fallout and managed to get out. So I tried to send them a warning that locked landing may not be safe for them. They responded in kind to me. So that meat hall, I do not believe is safe anymore. Okay. Did I send you the right one? Yes, I did. All right. Well, great. You're talking about the thing that you sent me? Yeah. It, I am correct in that it says danger, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Just double But check. there's additional text. Well, I don't have a cipher. Well, actually, I can read... Well, I do have you a have, cipher. You do have Sala's cipher, which does tell you what different letters correspond to. Okay. So you would be able to tell that that is V-O-L-G. Oh, the fuck the dog. That's it's actually dog. what I kind of assumed. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Well... We, are, we have to figure out what we're doing here. Alright, so... To catch you up, Christmas. We are going to try and play both sides at this point. Which is going to be fucking difficult. Um, out of our three options, we know that we can't kill Orson Parish because we will probably all die. Uh, so that's off the table. So the other options were give Orozco over to the house or the dealer. Joan wants to give him over to the dealer because she trusts him more. That way we also get information about one of our party members and where they're going. One, they weren't specified which ones. Uh, and then if we leave the ship... Then the house is appeased for a moment, or what they're appeased for a moment, and then we don't get the help from Parish that we need. But we can always do something else from for Parish in order to get someone to actively go pursue, pursue them. So our 
plan is to not do the blowing up of the ship yeah. in the hope that if we don't do that he'll still help us find our friends that are swiftly being taken away from us so we'll just spend more time doing something else that's not going after them and hope that he will still help us yep. all right well it's either that or i die so what do you want how are you gonna die that's what the house told me. Oh, by the way, the house is the demon uh, that cursed me. The whatever, the whatever the fuck it is, Taylor. I don't have a name for it. So I would love, I would love to tell you what he is, but that's a spoiler. Yeah, so I'm calling him the demon for now, for right now. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's the house. So I don't have any other options we have to play both sides at this point so not only is this false looking at odds with parish but it's also the house yes then why the fuck are we having anything to do with it because if we he told me if i don't make myself useful that he can just snap his fingers and i'm gone if that were true, he would have already. He would have already done ago. it. We're getting. This is exactly what we talked about last night. It, he can't. Do you can't... really want to take that chance? Do you really want to take that chance? You've been taking that chance for years. You've been willfully ignoring what he wants for years. You already knew, and you've been taking the chance. So why is it different <laughs> now? This also, from what from what he said, <laughs> from what he said, it, basically, if you continue down this path. You're going to die anyway, but he wants it to be one of his people that kills you. I think it has to be one of his people that kills you. What's he going to do? Send Tristan after us? Oh, wait. That's already fucking happening. <laughs> I love, Christmas, how you trust absolutely no one, but then this whatever the fuck it is that I have a lot more experience with than any of you in this room. Then you're just like, oh, well, he's not going to do anything. We need to play both sides. I know it's not ideal. None of this is ideal. But I didn't get this far just to fuck it up at the end. Right? I don't want to take the chance. I know that we all have our own things that we're risking at this point, but if one of us is dead, what does that say for the rest of this? First and foremost, we, we all need to stay alive. We only have so much control over whether or not that happens. We have at least a little bit of control. That, that That is why I said we only have so much control over it. Because we do have some control. <laughs> Guess we can put it up to a vote if we're all really... Where's Jasper? Did Jasper come with us? 
I yes, I'm I would have kept Jasper Jasper with me. <laughs> no, he's here. He's, he's here. just got okay. Jasper okay. on a leash. Just yeah. brings oh, him no. everywhere. It's like one of those <laughs> Jasper's kid a leash leashes. kid. <laughs> no, no. Absolutely not. I know I'm he's not a kid. Row, but I'm just I, like, he's right here and it's an empty I room. do understand <laughs> at this point that Jasper is not a child. However, <laughs> the jokes are funnier if you think of yeah. him as a child. It's just because he's small. <laughs> yeah. Assholes. He's baby. Mm. Um, Sacrificial baby. No. Well, he, he is there. He, well, yeah, no, no that's, that's basically his what his class is. Um, sacrificial baby. Um, <laughs> no, he's he's here, and he has been. Uh, I have intentionally kept him silent. Yeah. So I... let me get this straight, then, Magda. In order to protect your own hide, you're willing to essentially sacrifice your friends. Because Gwyn is our friend. Lorcan is our friend. Chris is our friend and his We're mother. We're still getting help from the dealer if we do this. Alright? We still get help. We just won't get as much help. Also, if we do more things for the dealer, then we can still get that. It might take a little bit longer. Which is a lot you, longer of amount of time for the house or whoever to torture and maim and kill our friends. I'm not saying that you should go out there on the silver platter necessarily and just like no, hand the are. house a fork and a knife. No, but you are though. Right? That's what you're all asking me to do. You know, I'm really enjoying this um, this thing that you're doing where you think that we still have time. Uh, but when they stole my mother, she was on death's door. So if you don't mind, I'm going to go get things done while you guys figure it out. And uh, let me know when you're done and I leave. Oh, no, you're good. I'm coming oh, with. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> I look at Boostrack. Well... Foostrock, Jasper, and Magda are still standing in the room looking at each other. It's like the two Spider-Mans pointing at each other. Are you going to go with? I don't know. I thought about it. Might as well. God damn it, Corey. Sorry. that <laughs> He fucking killed me. Corey goes, let's do get help. <laughs> None of us should be alone right now. I'm already... This is why I don't do... This is why I've kept myself alone for so long, because this eventually... Go on. Go join them. God, God damn it, Magda. What? Jasper. You got those letters? Yeah. You, uh, hand me Magda's. Why? I ain't dead, but she needs to have it. 
and Jasper opens up his little bag and he actually holds it out to Magda. What's this? So, I have been, um, I'm just gonna phrase it as a scared shitless. Uh, pretty much since the moment that we left Mana's. And last night, I wrote out some letters and I gave them to Jasper. Because I definitely have foreseen the possibility of me not walking out of this situation. And I gave him letters for all of you. And I need you to understand exactly how important you are to me, as well as all the rest of you. So you were supposed to get this should I disappear for more than 24 hours. Or however long a day lasts in at Lauren. <laughs> no, it's 24 hours. Okay. Um, I know that the that the months and weeks kind of have a different split. So mm -hmm. um, I told him to give these to you guys if I ever disappeared for more than 24 hours. But I think you need yours now. I don't. I don't. You don't have to do that. It's... He, he just sticks it into your chest and says, no. I'll open it up and I'll read it. It looks like Taylor is prepared to, uh, to send, send it. it to you in chat. Oh, okay. Oh, I can read it if no, you would prefer. You, what do you want to do? Oh, I want to read it. <laughs> oh, I wanted Ash to read it out loud. And cry the whole out time. Loud. <laughs> um, so it says, Magda, if you're reading this, more likely than not, I'm dead. I want you to know that I've greatly appreciated your friendship and our talks. You've always been a person that can be counted on to do the right thing, even when it's hard or to your detriment. And you are one of the people I trust the most. Your life ain't been easy. You made a lot, you've got a lot of guilt over mistakes you've made. But you also wouldn't be the tough badass that you are without them. You should be damn proud of the woman that you are. I know that I am. I'll see you on the other side. Love, Foostrock. This is saccharine as fuck. I mean, yeah, you've we've been palling around for a while. You you kind of know that I'm not as mean as I always look. <clears throat> as I'm standing here in like a gray cardigan. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll... I'll very hesitantly walk over and I'll give him a hug. He, he hugs you back. Look. I'm not... I don't think any of us are asking you to just give the house a length of rope and you. But we also need to do what's right for everyone else. And honestly, I don't know the answer because I don't want to say goodbye to you and I am not ready to say goodbye to you. But I also ain't ready to say goodbye to any of them. And if anything happens to Chris, I am very worried about what's going to happen to this entire continent uh, because <laughs> Noah will destroy it. Uh, if there's anyone out there that could find a fucking way, it would be him. All that we can do in this life is just kind of do what we think is right. I guess I... I guess I dug my grave a long time ago. So... You know, they're not wrong. You know, you've been dodging the house for quite a while. And he ain't killed you yet. If the house always gets what he wants, then why didn't he snap his fingers a year ago, two years ago, five years ago? Because I was useful. Were you, though? I, I've done things for him. I look at Jasper. We've done things for him. And Jasper kind of looks down. Foostrock like pats him on the back. Um, but he he looks up at Magda. Um, he says, "You know, regardless of what we decide to do." If the house ever really did come for you, we wouldn't let him have you. Yes, he I would. would. Oh. <laughs> what? Oh my god. Coop just put a yes. joke in the chat, but I thought that it was Taylor at first, and I was yeah. just like, what the fuck? The that would have been cool as shit. Uh, um, no. Uh, he said that they wouldn't he let said him. that he would protect you from the house no you won't yes no. you don't get the choice if it's between me and all of you it's all of you and that's what I have to do right now man that's a that's a pretty familiar sentiment isn't it that, that's just like the talk that Jasper and I had last night If he comes for you, he's not getting to you without going through us. He's right. 
I didn't, I didn't sprint to fucking Ewa's on your behalf just for you to die now. Whoa, language. <laughs> I don't think I've heard Jasper swear before. <laughs> I don't think, I think maybe once or twice, but not very often. Oh shit, he mad. <laughs> oh, baby. Um... <laughs> I didn't get beaten up by the Glacier Watch and tried to hunt down Black Cascarilla for you to die now. It's not how it's supposed to be. Let's go take a walk. I need to go to the post office. I need to send someone a message. Alright. Alright, let's go. Alright, y'all head out. Christmas and Noah, what are y'all doing? We're gonna yeah. go blow up a fucking boat. Cool. We're gonna All do right. something. Uh, <laughs> I so, literally am missing out on getting to see a ship blow up solely that I can console You can watch me write friend. a letter. <laughs> this is, um, you guys just keep splitting the puddle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't my fault. I tried to make this See, I feel like it was your fault. What do you mean? <laughs> uh, all right, so Christmas and and whatever my name is, Noah. No. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I couldn't think of it. Um, as we're heading down the stairs, so we'll back up a little bit. As we're heading down the stairs at this place, and be like, do you do you have a way to make yourself look different? Takes a little bit of time, but yeah. How about a quicker one? No. <laughs> Weren't you just invisible like all day yesterday? I mean, I can do that, yeah. Okay, well, maybe you should do that, and I will cast Disguise Self and turn myself into a city guard. Okay. okay. Um, uh, maroon and what? And what? Do you want me to do it right now, or do you oh, want me to uh, wait until we are closer to uh, wherever it is you want to go? Well, something's stalking us, so I prefer, you know, you do it quicker. Boom. Invisible. Okay. Alright, I'll wait until we're outside of the tavern. Has Christmas told us what's stalking us? Nope. Okay. He never tells uh, you anything. I will okay. I will Oh, I I assumed it was it was told when I looked at the coin a little bit further uh, earlier about the about Volk. So well, I, you didn't say okay. so. <laughs> no, you are correct. So uh, if we are going outside of this mead hall, that is when mm-hmm. I will well invisible, put a hand on your shoulder and just be like, keep an eye out for that mean dog that keeps coming up in the wanted. That mean old dog. That mean old dog. <laughs> uh, Alright. Uh, I am heading to the shipyard. Mm-hmm. Um, and on our way, I'm going to keep an eye out for a Doberweiler. Same. A Rotterman. It's a Doberweiler. Okay. Okay. Hold on one okay. second. Because you guys split the fucking... Well. This tell is why Magda to nice stop things. being so indignant. This is why I take your friends, because you split up with them. I'm sorry that I want to live, (laughs) and you guys are proving that I shouldn't make friends with people. Mm. Well, we'll see. Okay. 
You're right. Uh, make a us being willing check. to put our lives down on oh, the line for you is definitely us proving you shouldn't have friends. For sure. You're actively... Never mind. You're actively doing something that will... Kill me! <laughs> maybe. 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 I like how you're like, I don't trust anybody, but then it's like, well, this Steven thing won't kill you. It's fine. <laughs> Like, like I see their logic in saying he would have done it by now, but also, but also from the information. No, know hold on, hold on. About. Let's do oh this. God. Let's fucking do this. Because oh, it's not that I don't think it'll do it. It's that I don't think it can. Otherwise, it would have. So no, I think it can. I think it just wants to like take like it wants to get everything out of me that it possibly can. It likes to play cat and mouse. Yeah. Mm. We'll see. All the poop. Anyway, Christmas okay. and Noah, perception checks, please. 18. Uh, 15. 15. Okay. Uh, yeah, you guys head down through Suraga and through Kevia Market to, you said you're going to the shipyard specifically, or are you going Ooh. to the harbor? Uh, the harbor, yes, the harbor. Okay. Yeah, the Sorry. harbor is. I thought what, it was the same thing. No, the shipyard is where they build ships. Uh, oh. The harbor is the stuff that runs along the outside where the piers are. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you guys head down through uh, past the Viceroy's Palace and past the shipyard, and you hit the harbor. Um, heading down to where the Fifth Horseman is, which is at this last pier right here. Uh, as you get to it, you see that the ship has actually been no longer uh, just tied to the dock. It's actually been chained. Like, Mm. bolts have been put into the side of the ship so it can't leave okay um and uh currently there's not very many people on the pier paying attention to the fifth horseman but they are paying attention to ships on the other side um the fifth horseman currently has a few sailors on deck that are just sort of cleaning and you can see some guards wandering around as well um Posted uh, near the ship's gangplank, uh, there are a couple of wardens, and you can see that uh, a few more crates are being brought off board, uh, and you can hear them talking about uh, the, basically having taken the dynamite off board, they're like, I don't know what we're still looking for, we've already found it, but gives you the idea they've already taken the explosives off. Do we see Joan or Jared anywhere? Uh, with those perception checks, no. Okay. Uh, Noah. Yeah. Real quick. Uh, the in- invisible voice says behind you. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that we don't have a lot of time, but take it from recent experience. If we can come up with a plan, but I do not want just the two of us doing anything right now we'll see what happens uh because you never know um okay uh, now i have to actually think about what i'm gonna do um okay so as the guard would be like you know just uh how close are the guards against the gangplank uh they're standing like right next to where you'd step onto it could someone squeeze between them well, they're not blocking the way. They're just standing in front of it. Okay. Or standing beside it. There okay. are people going on and off board. 
Do I know the name of the captain here? Like the captain of the guard? Uh, you don't know the name of the captain of the guard. The only person whose name you know is Captain Garrett, who is a warden. Hmm. The are city they... watch and the wardens are separate entities. Okay. Who do I look like? You said city guard. Okay. All right. So you're in maroon and white. Okay. The wardens are in green and white. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I am going to, I'm going to duck behind something, crates or something. Uh, okay. Oh man. Fuck. Uh, six. Okay. You go and duck behind a crate. You think. Is there someone there? There are people everywhere. Okay. Um, I'm going to cast invisibility on myself. Uh, and then I'm going to head towards the ship. Oh, God. Okay. So you turn invisible and start heading towards the ship. Mm -hmm. uh, go ahead and roll stealth again for me as an advantage since you gone invisible. Okay. I am well once oh he goes God. invisible I can't see him anymore. So I am once he goes invisible, I'm just watching what's happening. Uh I'm gonna use my flash of genius again to bring that to a sixteen. Okay. Yeah. You duck behind the crates and you actually hear somebody call out to you like, Hey, what are you doing? But with invisibility, once you're out of sight, you manage to slip away as they come over to look behind the crates. There was nobody there. Uh, yeah. Okay. You see him, and like, poke I around, like, what the fuck? Yeah. He's a ghost. Um, Piss off. I, I head towards the ship uh, okay. to go up the gangplank. Okay. You can slip by without too much issue. Okay. Um... I'm going to go below deck and see if I can find Joan, Jared, or uh, Orozco somewhere. Make an investigation check. Okay. I'm actually good at these. Man, we'll is see. Ben going to be the cause of, uh, of Magda dying? Maybe. Probably. Probably. <laughs> Thanks. To be fair, last time it was Taylor's fault. <laughs> Listen. Oh my god, I am rolling like absolute fucking garbage. Uh, nine. Okay. Uh, you... Do you, like, do a thorough check over of the ship, or are you just glancing I'm just, around? I'm just looking at people. I'm trying to find Joan, Jared, or Orozco. Okay. So... To get a good idea, you would go between the waist deck, the gun deck, and the cargo hold, probably, because those are the most commonly traveled areas. Mm -hmm. um, once you get down into the cargo hold, which is currently empty, um, you have not seen anyone that you would think is an officer. You haven't seen Joan or Jared or Ferdinand. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go back up top. And I'm going to try searching higher. Okay, so you make your way up onto the quarter deck. Uh -huh. um, do you want to search in, like, the galley and the map room in the captain's cabin? I'm going to try anything that's 
open okay. first. Uh, it's not hard to get into the galley because it's just sort of open. Um, looking in there, you do see a couple sailors uh, in there that are clearly cooks uh, working away. Um, would be... I actually have some of these crew members uh, mapped out. Um, you'd see a couple of halflings are the cooks. Um, and they're just working away. A couple of sailors are in there just snacking. Nobody important. Um, the captain's cabin is locked. That's below the stern castle. Um, okay. However, you would be able to get into the map room. Uh, and in there, you do find someone who looks a little more important as you just, like, peek through the door, which is currently open. Um, you do see uh, an older man uh, dressed very nicely, currently uh, rolling up maps and, like, packing books away. He looks kind of miffed. Uh, and there's a younger man with him that looks very similar. Uh, they're not talking or... Uh, talking, but they're just sort of packing things up like they're getting ready to leave. Okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of clock their appearance just so I know what they look like. Okay, hold on. Let me grab the crew man first. Because <clears throat> this is Fosterman Mikhail. I think that'd be easy for you to figure out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, you'd be able to tell this is the navigator and the apprentice navigator. These would be uh, Vostavan, Alacreed, and his uh, teenage son, Mikhail. Okay. They're both human. Um, I'm going to head back to the captain's cabin. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to put my ear against the door and see if I can hear anybody talking inside. Make a perception check. Come on. Oh my god. Ten. Jesus fucking Christ. Ten is average. Um, And being that they're not necessarily being quiet, you do hear someone talking inside. You hear a lower woman's voice. Okay. Can I tell what she's saying? What languages do you speak? Uh, I speak common, infernal, thunar, and elvish. Uh... Yes, you would recognize uh, Thunar, specifically Northern uh, Thunar, so she's probably from Amnoblin. Um, you you can hear her... It seems like she's talking to somebody, but the other person isn't speaking back. Um, she's basically saying, what the fuck are we going to do? Why didn't you tell me that you were doing this? Regardless of whether they find you guilty or not, your reputation is ruined. Mm-hmm. Any response? No. And you actually hear her start to get mad, like yelling at the person, like, what do you have to say for yourself? Mm-hmm. But no answer. Mm-hmm. I am going to take a chance. I'm going to knock on the door and step aside. Okay. Um, as soon as you knock, everything goes silent. And you hear bootsteps come up to the door. And you hear the woman's voice say, We're busy. Who is it? Uh, fuck. 
or wait, she has an, a northern accent. Yeah. She's not American. Uh, open up for the city watch. Um, one second, one second. Make no. a deception check. Oh, that's gonna go well. My zero charisma. Nineteen. Hey, look at that. Uh, you hear a moment of silence and a deep sigh before you hear a click and the door opens. And uh, standing in the open doorway is this tall, pretty muscular. I know you're going to make fun of me because I love mm. to make my tall, muscular mm. women. But there's mm. a reason. She's the master gunner. She lifts. Um, uh, you see Maria Orozco, this <laughs> long, uh, beautiful black haired, this sort of dark, dull Marig skin. Um, even though it's late winter, she's pretty much got a sleeveless shirt and just like regular trousers and boots on and she leans out and I assume doesn't see anybody yeah I'm still invisible um is there enough room for me to sneak in the room that would depend on a stealth check <sighs> I'm gonna drop I'm gonna drop my invisibility so you might just here my disguise self is still up because it's mm -hmm. not concentration, which is awesome. Um, you're like, uh, we need to, uh, we need to talk. Okay, so you just appear in. Front yeah, I of just her. appear. Yeah, and she's surprised. Like, she like jumps a little bit, and you see her put her hand on the door jam, so there's like no room to get past her. Mm -hmm. uh, and she's like, "What are you doing, running around the ship invisible?" I'm here on behalf of the house. Make another deception check. <laughs> the look on Coop's face is like, ooh, this Two? is good or bad. Two? Two? <laughs> yeah. She... She looks at you at first, like, surprised, and then her eyes narrow. She's like, I don't recognize your face. Oh, uh, you wouldn't. It's a disguise. Who are you? Your only chance. Make a persuasion check. Zero fucking charisma. I know. God damn it. Not a talker. Nine. Nine. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, can I? Uh, last she... flash of genius. Thirteen. All right. Um, <laughs> she like steps forward pushing you back and pulls the door closed behind her and she crosses her arms and she says what do you mean i've come to tell you and captain orozco that both the house and the dealer want him and both of them sound like death sentences Mm-hmm. and I have someone that I need to get and they've asked me to bring the captain in to either one of them for information. The dealer would help me the most. Or they um, want me to blow up your ship. Well, that's just a threat. 
No, I know. But there's someone dear to me who is desperately hurt, and I need to save them. So you want me to just hand you my husband and my ship? No, I want to let you know what's going on. (laughs) And then we'll come to a, a better conclusion of what we all feel is a good idea. What are you proposing, then? It seems more likely that the dealer will not kill your husband. And she kind of looks over her shoulder at the closed door, thinking for a moment. However, I would say that the house is probably the worst person to be working with you think I in don't this know situation. That. Oh no, I have a good feeling that you do know, which is why you didn't know about the dynamite on the ship. And she turns around and opens the door and steps aside. Mm. Okay. I'll walk into the cabin with her. She, yeah, she walks in behind you. Mm-hmm. And you see uh, in this this little bedroom... Uh, <laughs> yeah, hit the button. <laughs> uh, you see in this little bedroom, sitting in this uh, desk chair is Ferdinand Orozco. Uh, He's got his jacket over the back of the chair, his hat off to the side, this big ostentatious hat. Um, You can see, because I think this is the first time you've gotten a really close-up look at him. Um, Mm -hmm. He's got, like, the shorter graying hair. He's got a full, very well-kept beard. He looks a little tired. Um, And you can see, actually, there's a little bruise forming on the side of his face. Uh, You Mm -hmm. don't know what it's from. Uh, but, Isn't that from uh, when Walter decked him? Walter didn't deck him. Oh, never when mind. You guys saw he hit Constantine. That's right. Um, but yeah, he glances up as you, as a guard, step in, and he sighs and he's like, "What do you want? I've already told you everything I know." I'm not with the guard. Then who are you? I'm with the dealer. And the house. I'm with everybody. And he looks at Maria, who is just standing there with her arms folded. Here's the deal, Ferdy. <laughs> so, the, the house has ordered for you to die. The house has requested you be delivered for execution. And you can see, he doesn't seem surprised, mm-hmm. but you can see just this nervous, like, tick of, like, tapping his finger on the desk mm-hmm. start. He is also asked that the ship be spared. The dealer, however, has asked for you to be delivered, to be questioned, and for the ship to be destroyed. There are other threats going on, but there are people who are in danger who are going to also die if we don't figure out this mess that you've created for yourself. I didn't create a mess for anybody. 
Uh, yes, you did when you accepted the house and his jobs on your ship. It's not my responsibility. It's his orders. Okay, well, it doesn't really matter whose responsibility it is because you're going to be the one that dies. So let's come up with a plan, shall we? Uh, <laughs> so. you've, just, you've just told me that I'm pretty much going to die either way. Why should I help you? Oh, I don't want you to help me. I'm asking you and your wife and your children if they, if you would like to leave this ship willingly to go to the dealer and take a chance on possibly surviving so that the rest of them can also survive. My, my child, you've talked to Joan? I've talked to everybody. What did she have to say? I don't think that concerns you. No, I think it does. Okay, well, that's nice. Uh, the point is, is that the the dealer is your only chance. So if you want to protect your livelihood and your family, you're going to walk off the ship with me and go to the dealer. Going to blow up my ship? I don't plan on it unless you don't give me a choice. And he looks at Maria. And there's this moment of silence as they stare at each other. And you can see Ferdinand, like, even though he's not, like, necessarily emoting it, you can see in his eyes, he's like, help, help. Mm. <laughs> and her gaze is cold. Yep. And he starts to realize this. And you see him swallow hard. And he's still tapping his fingers. I, um... I suppose I don't have a lot of choice then, do I? We're gonna do everything we can to make sure that you stay alive. Are you? Why should I trust you? Uh, because if I don't get this figured out, my mom will die. You can use that as trust. I can get that. You're, um... You're the Barago kid, aren't you? Maybe, maybe not. I can... I can tell you where she is. Feel free to tell me. But you have to let me go. Do you actually know where she is? Inside check. I know where she's headed. Uh, Megan, go ahead. Motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, mother eight. You have no idea. Why should I believe you? Because Tristan's a dear old friend of mine, and he trusts me. And what's to stop you from telling him what's going on? How am I going to do that? I'm not I don't a know. Why is his Why is his pet in town? I don't know. How did all of his people steal our people yesterday? Crows are pretty good at what they do. Mm. 
It sounds like he's not far behind. I mean, he's, he's down in Frosthold. So that's where she's headed? No. How about this? I let you leave alive and you tell me who she is. And uh, you know, oh, no, hang on. Let's let's put it that no, that's exactly what you just said. Hang on. Well, yeah. I'm not good at this. This is new for me. I'm working on it, okay? I'm learning as I go. Uh, <laughs> All right. So how about uh I leave you alive and you tell me where she is. Will you let me leave? Uh, I'll let you leave with me to go to the dealer. But you're promising you won't let him kill me. I'm promising I will do everything within my power to stop him from killing you. No deal. I need a guarantee. Hmm. Or I need something that matters to you for collateral. Like what? I don't know. You tell me. Do I have anything that matters to me for collateral? Hmm. I'm I'm thinking like inventory stuff, but I don't think I have anything that's like real. You get the idea. He's talking more like information or people. Hmm. Information. Hmm. I really don't. There's nothing I'm willing to give up. Shoot. Yeah. Because I know what I could give up, but that's that would be that would totally make no sense as to why I did it to begin with. Um, hmm. How about this? I've got a piece of information for you. I know who the house is. I've met actually, the house. I know who the house is. Actually. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Someone else figured it out. Mm-hmm. I know who he is, too. Oh. When did you figure it out? I've always known. Why don't we say it at the same time? Right? <laughs> yes, exactly! <laughs> T-Rex from Jurassic Park, I knew it. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> I've worked with the man for 35 years. That's it? It's my entire, basically my entire adult life. Oh, you're just getting started. What are you, 20? I might look 20. How long have you been 20? Yeah. <laughs> A while. <laughs> I'm curious, though, who you think it is. Hmm. I'm curious who you think it is. I know who it is. So do I. I'm curious who you think you know it is. <laughs> <laughs> This is what happens when you send the least charismatic character who's <laughs> yes, midwestern. 
He he shakes his head. He said, "I'm I'm not I'm not going to play this little game with you. I'm not going with you unless I can have some kind of guarantee." Hmm. What if I could give you the exact location of Christmas Fortune Mayor? That is interesting. Mm-hmm. You fucking dick! I was the one person that came with you. No, just wait. The just wait. One person just wait. who came with you. Can I? I have no idea what's happening. You're not Can here. I, no, I know. I, I know. Can I roll a dice to just have omnipotence and know no. that just happened? No. Also, no. can I hit Noah with Eldritch Blast from no, where I am? No, you're not a DM. <laughs> Shut up. I wish that Christmas was in the room so he could just be sweating in the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then Noah could be like, right here! And then... Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. He, he looks at you, he says, that might be Mm. If you tell me, I'll go. Can I have your? I don't know. Can I have your? When I like look at his wife and like, do you think I can trust him on that? I mean, you can't trust him for a lot of things, but he usually keeps his word. Mm. Uh, Man, high praise from his wife. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. That She's mad is going sour. Um, I'll is look back at him and be like, dish? "Yeah, uh, y'all <laughs> and Druna, Mead Hall, room number three. Make a deception check. Ray to the dice gods. Oh god." 16. 16. Nice gods favor you. Uh, And uh, he he nods. He says, all right. I'll go. Just um, let me send something real quick. Mm, yeah, sure. Be my guest. And he reaches into a drawer beside his desk. Uh, and you see this sort of golden filigreed paper. And he starts writing in encoded Thunar uh, mm-hmm. that you will recognize as not... It's not Sala's code, but it's similar enough that you recognize it's probably a crow thing. Um, and he writes out a quick message... And he signs it with his own uh, bind rune and rolls it up and it pops away. Mm. Okay. He stands up, takes a deep breath, and he looks at Maria. And she just shrugs at him. She said, she says, uh, you made your own bed for the night. I can't save you from this one. And she steps aside. Uh, I look at her and be like, do you have another one of those fancy letters? And she walks over the desk and Ferdinand's like, don't, 
don't give him and she pulls one out and hands it to you mm-hmm. you know instead of walking you through town and giving you the chance to run off I think I'm just gonna have him pick you up oh, okay so I'm gonna write a letter to Orson Parrish okay be like <laughs> Ferdinand is ready and willing to go he's on the ship come get him okay all right what is christmas doing well this is sweating just profusely sweating (laughs) no idea what's happening came here to keep an eye on noah to keep him from dying and now i have no idea where he is okay um so i am maintaining a safe distance and keeping an eye out for a uh dover rotter weiler man uh and (laughs) Make a perception check. Okay. Dover Rotterweiler. Oh, it's real bad. That's a six. Okay. Um, you know, it's funny you mentioned the Dover Rotterweiler man. Oh boy, Jesus Christ. Because uh, he's not hard to see. He's just walking out in the open. Uh, as you're as you're just sort of huddled down, like watching the area, you see a gigantic massive size massive sized doberman rottweiler mix with a green kerchief around his neck step out from one of the streets and you can see people like giving him a wide berth uh as he's glancing around you see him just scanning and occasionally like his nose twitches and you can see these scars on his face and on his paws um, you see one of them, it looks almost like a bear trap scar on one of his legs. Um, and as he's scanning and scanning, he starts kind of sniffing around. Oh, no. And he starts moving toward you. Yeah, I'm going to start. Um... But there's a moment where you hear this almost like snap. And he stops. And he turns and faces northeast and he takes off northeast is not the direction of my current friend's whereabouts i know where they just sent him going to stay put Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. i am alone yeah Um, for some reason (laughs) yeah by myself so i back on the on the ship I'm gonna look at Maria and be like, so do you think that you can keep him here? Like, for your best interest while I go and uh, clean up all this mess? And she looks at Ferdinand and she nods and says, I run an entire ship by myself when he's drunk. I can manage. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to, um, yeah. I'm gonna go make sure Christmas is exactly where he needs to be. Okay. Alright, and then I will cast invisibility and open the door and leave. Okay. Yeah, without too much issue, you make it back off the ship. Okay, and then being as quiet and nonchalant as possible, (laughs) I am going to get off the ship. Uh, and I'm gonna try to find Christmas. 
I'm hoping he's where I left him. Where are you? Uh, I'm invisible. Up. Why can't okay. I find you? Um, while I'm invisible, I am going to... What am I going to do? Do I know where you stayed? Or I just go back to where... Um, where I left you. And then I am going to recast no no i'm not no i'm not i'm gonna go back to where i left you and then i'm gonna drop invisibility mm-hmm. after like 20 seconds you would just hear what the fuck did you just okay do? you and i you and i need to walk right now we need to walk 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 walk, walk. <laughs> noah the fucking dog is here man no i know and i uh he's coming after you but he's going the wrong way. Let's keep walking, please. I'm here, and he was literally just here. Is he still here? No, he's going off towards... You're welcome. He's oh. heading for the mead hall. We can't go back there. That... No shit. Okay. Um... Uh, we need to Today's headlines. More deaths in Nikova and Old Ferret. <laughs> uh, well... Oh well. The only oh, thing in the meat hall burned down today. Burned to the ground. Everybody's throat was ripped out by some kind of giant canine. You know what? I gave I part of me is like I have to go help those two, but I already gave them a warning, and any more interaction just puts them more in danger. So yeah, I'll go with Noah. Okay. okay. Uh, we're heading back to. Were we at Galadri? Galdry. Galdry. Galadriel wow. Meat Hall. Galadriel Meat Hall. Yeah. Um, no, so that's, in Ka- the, that's in Caladros. It's uh, just a giant way- portrait of Our Lady Kate Blanchett. Uh, yes, yeah. Our Lady. Yep. Yep. I, on the way back, I'm going to be like whispering to Christmas. I'm going to be like, okay, so here's the deal. Uh, I let Orson Parrish know where he's at. And Ferdinand has agreed to go willingly. However... I did have to give them some information. Uh, I told them where you were. Uh, but I gave them the wrong address. So we need to probably get the hell out of this town as fast as possible. Okay. They already knew you were here. So, like, no more damage done. They're so just going in the wrong place. Well, okay. Here's Here's the thing, though. That kind of dog mm-hmm. is probably going to be able to follow from oh, the yeah. meat hall over to. Anyway, no, you're right. Just like walking the whole time, just like yeah. We walking. were going to have to kill the dog anyway, so like it's fine. Whatever. We're just okay. we gotta. We need to go. Okay. Okay. Uh, Magda and Co. What are you guys doing? Uh, I want to run to the post office. <clears throat> I'm currently checking my animal handling checks. <laughs> We're gonna make friends with him. Yeah, good puppy. I just um, could honestly, him. I would honestly, truly love that. Jasper <laughs> could ride him. You're our puppy now. <laughs> can we? Can we go to break? Yeah, it is one ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll get into idea. the exciting letters and lack of oh, ship blowing up. Oh, um, the whole time, Foostrex just keeping an ear out for an explosion. 
Uh, but yeah, let's jump on break. We'll be back at 1.18 p.m. Eastern. Break time. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Learn Adventuring Company. Let's get back into the shit. Let's do something super exciting, which is letter writing. Okay. Letter writing, flower picking. Um, anyway. I'm going to pretty women. Why go living? Go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna go get a, a shave at the local barber shop. Um, Ooh. um <laughs> the closest shave he ever yeah. gave. Yep. Uh so I'm going to send three letters. Mm-hmm. <gasps> One is to my dad, the one that I've been working on, kind of explaining like what's all been going on. Okay. Two. Send a message to Walter Dime. Woo! Mm. <laughs> and that uh, I'm trying to think about how I want to phrase that. Uh, I just want to tell him, like. <clears throat> We know what's going on. You're not our enemy here because we figured things out. Want to sit down and chat? Let me know where you want us to do that. Uh, <laughs> My god. I'm trying to play both sides here. And you, like, last session, you were like, I think we need to give him a chance. It's and now that I'm that. giving him a chance, you're no, like, Ooh. It, it's not that. It's that I distinctly recall being punched in the face and having uh-huh. a bunch of people yell at me for doing things without telling the rest of the group what they were doing. I told... Well, you okay. did not tell me that we were going to contact <clears throat> Walter. Or that you were going to do it by yourself, but it's okay. It's I fine. did. I did. Well, I thought her. I did. That's going to be the plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought I did because, the like, I was in the room. You said but... was maybe we need to talk to Walter. Yep. I said we need to talk to Walter. Not yeah, maybe. but you didn't say we are going to talk Roll to Walter. You didn't say tape. I'm going <laughs> to. <Yeah. laughs> Thank God. I will pull this car over. We're well, such a cohesive also, party. Also, you decided to just run off, and I, you basically, you and Noah just were like, go fuck yourself. We don't care if you die in Magda's yep. mind. So she's like, all right, oh well. Oh my god, you guys, play the fucking game. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jesus. So yeah, I will send that letter to Walter. And okay. then I'm going to send a letter to. Callum Wright. Tristan Callum. Oh, oh shit. wow. Uh, okay. I'm going, it's going to basically say, like, um, I never got the chance to tell you, but you're a piece you're of a shit. Dick. Yeah. <laughs> but you're a piece of shit. And if you know anything about what you summoned that night, you better let me know. <laughs> you suck. Tell me things. Yeah. Okay. Sure. That, I mean, that's if you, if you have story. any, <laughs> if you have any like humanity in you, you will let me know. What's does he? 
What a great way, way to get know. somebody to tell you things. I don't care. Taylor, if any movie, fantasy movie, has taught us anything, it's that if you confront someone and tell them they're terrible and say if you had any shred yeah. of humanity left in your piss poor little soul. In your piss. <laughs> I know. And then you would tell us. <laughs> And then they're like, oh, I feel guilty. And then they do. Yeah, yeah but I, you assume that Cal is capable of guilt. I do. So I will. <laughs> I actually am not going to say, like, how much of a piece of shit he is because I, I actually, that doesn't make sense with what I had Let's in mind for, for Meg. No, no. It, she'll just be like, I'm still around. I'm, I'm still alive, bitch. Yeah, I live, bitch. Uh, for now. I want as much information as you have about what you summoned that night. It doesn't have to be anything more than informational. Let me Are you Vodro posting all these letters? Yeah. Okay, that's 30 gold. Holy shit. Yeah, 10 gold per page. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, Fustrak is definitely going to be stand. like, we didn't say that we were going to contact Walter. We should probably fill in the rest of the rest of I did punch Christmas in the face yesterday for not telling people things. We, we should probably tell them about this. I have to make it fair. <laughs> yep. <laughs> before, it before Christmas punches me in the face for it. Is it necessarily fair that they just ran off and decided they were going to do things? Uh, you know, that would probably get me killed? I mean, I ain't heard a ship blow up yet. That's probably a good sign. I will hold on to the yeah. Walter letter. Fuck, it went yeah. off in my bag! <laughs> I, I legit thought that Ben was just going to be like, look here, fuckers. You got five yeah. seconds. <laughs> yep. That was on the table. I'm not going to lie. When you have a time bomb, can you roll intimidation with intelligence instead of charisma? I imagine you could. Ooh, yeah. I would allow okay. that. Okay. Um, yeah, I will hold on to the Walter letter then. Oh, you're not going to send it. I'll hold on to it. I think that that's wise, at least at, at this point. We should at least confer with the others. Not saying that what they did was okay, but we should. Whatever. I'll We're at too them. delicate of a time to, to play things too fast and loose, and I was more worried about you. At least someone is. Uh, I will... Pay 20 gold. What the fuck is Jasper then? Okay, well, I'll How give Jasper a little pat you? on the, the little pat on the head. Like How you too, but fucking dare you. He loves you in food truck more than anybody else. I know. All right. I'm gonna shoot you in the knee. Why? I, I also love Jasper more than anyone else, and I would kill everyone in this party in order to protect him. And myself. <laughs> uh yeah. But yeah, you guys uh, send off a couple letters. <laughs> um, for the sake of expediency, eventually the boys arrive back with no explosions. Hey, you guys. So, okay, so here's the thing, right? We need to go to Malinark Station, like, right now. Um, That's because not where Parrish is. Okay, we need to go where Parrish is immediately, right now. Uh, I don't know where that is, because I don't remember. Um, 
But I was just uh, at the post office. I could have messaged Joan. Oh, I already no, don't no, no. Um, I I already took care of it. It's good. We're all what good to go. What do you mean you took care of it? What happened? Uh, the 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 we need to walk and talk. Can we walk and talk? We're being pursued. Can we walk and talk? Okay. Oh, what? Okay. All right. Okay. We're walking and we're talking. <laughs> okay. So we're heading towards wherever Parrish is. You don't know where that is. Does anybody know where Parrish is? Uh, you told him to go to the shipyard or to the harbor. No, no. I know. But sen- I told him to pick him up. Do I? Do we know where his like, headquarters are? Only Ooh. apparently Joan does. <laughs> um, but no, I, I'll be nice uh, because I want to scoot this along. Um, okay. As as you're starting to tell them like what's up, you get the sending scroll back. It pops in in front of you. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I read it. Yeah, um, it is directly from Parish, uh, and it says that he has men on the way to get Ferdinand right now. Um, you, if you want to meet up with him, uh, you can go to. Uh, <laughs> town is called. Um, you can go to the outer village of Invar, um, which is okay. just beyond Bedka Opera Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says, "Look for, uh, look for the clay tiled roof and the green door." And when okay. you come up to it, ask to see Mister Parish. Okay. Uh, okay, you guys, let's go. Name. Okay. I'm gonna take. Is this a sending scroll that you can use all the time? Yeah. <laughs> That's in my bag. This, this is the one of the. This is. Uh, this is one of the good ones. Yeah, this is one of the better ones. This is like an actual Vodro scroll. Vodro scroll. Use what? Once per day? Um, it can be sent twice per day. So you can send it to somebody and they can send okay. it back to you. Two per day. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'm going to be like, all right, everybody. So you're going to follow me to Inver. Inver. Inbar. Inbar. And uh, okay. So here's the thing, right? So I went on the ship. I talked to Maria. Uh, I talked to Captain Orozco. I... Um, or, or Rods, Orzo, oh, and and uh, Captain Orzo, and I um, <laughs> made a deal with him to have him turn himself over to the dealer. The ship has not been blown up, and uh, also Tristan's dog is in town, and he's after us. I am glad that I did not miss that ship blowing up. Wait, are you? still planning on blowing the ship up then? No. Why don't you just say that? Say what? Never mind. Alright, let's go. So so here's the here's the thing, because like I think I know what you're getting at. Um the options needed to be open. That went very well. If it hadn't gone that well, it would have gone a different way. All right. Magda. And that's usually how options go. Mm-hmm. Magda. <laughs> we're not going to blow up the ship, but we're going to still tell 
Paris that the house contacted you. Mm-hmm. And told us oh. not to blow up the ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Also, uh, speaking of contacts, uh, Magda, <laughs> you want to fill them in on, on another th- idea? I think, like I said before, we need to start playing both sides here a little bit. Uh, and the best person, I think, who we know who's good at doing that is Walter. I'm not unconvinced that he's not playing both sides, both the dealer and the house at this point. Because it seemed like he was aligned with the house, but then was completely surprised by what was happening with the explosives. So I think we can get in good with him. As much as I think he's at right ass. Uh... Oh, I also have a piece of information that might be useful to you. Speaking of the house. What's that? Captain Orozco knows who he really is. Perfect. We can make him squeal. He I, would not tell me, but... Well, uh, we will see Parish... if he will tell us minus kneecaps, then. Yeah. And <laughs> Parrish can probably make a convincing argument, I'm sure, too. Wait, hold on. I have a question. Huh. Mm-hmm. Um, Fustrak. Yeah. Who the fuck is this and where is Magda? Sorry? What? No, I'm serious. Who the fuck is this and where is Magda? Because if I'm hearing correctly, Magda just said we should go talk to Walter Dine. Alright. Or did I just have a stroke? You know what? I'm a lot more like... He's not like my number one priority because I know it's not him anymore. Like, mm. yeah. my dad? So. Yeah, I, I do kind of think that we need to at least put that aside temporarily. Yeah. Uh, given the current situation. Yeah. Also, it wasn't him who was on the ship, so I uh, hate him less. No. So, question. Are you gonna... Mm-hmm. I assume you're gonna drop that... Assuming everybody agrees, you're gonna drop that letter in a post office on your way to Inbar. Uh, Is everybody in agreement with yeah. that? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess. Look, the only thing that I'm nervous cool. about is Walter going on about Christmas. I don't think he needs to be involved at all. We have no need for him. He is playing... He knows how to play both sides. And... After what happened, I think he probably likes the house a lot less now. Wouldn't the house know that? I don't know what the house knows. The house knows everything. I mean, yeah, but then what the fuck are we even doing then? I mean, I mean, I the guess... house doesn't know everything. It doesn't know how to take no for an answer. That Well, that's fair. <laughs> uh, I think... Uh, <laughs> I don't think Walter is going to be useful to us unless he's going to start sending us, you know, selling us things. Do you not want guns? Oh, I don't need one. I have one. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, we could get more from him. Or What are we going to do with more? 
He, well, he also might have information on the house if he doesn't trust the house anymore. Then well, we he sure get... as hell doesn't trust you. What, the house or Walter? No, you, the, the, the Walter. The Walter. <laughs> the high roller. Can you show no. me how to log into the Walter? <laughs> I, I think if we clear up that I thought he mm. might be a danger to no. my father... We might be able to come to more I, of an agreement. I, uh, I'm not. I don't mean this to sound patronizing, but um, <laughs> do you you understand how like emotions and stuff work, right? Like, I don't think he's just gonna be like, "Oh, I forgive you. It's over." <laughs> I don't mean to sound patronizing, but patronizing is hell statement. <laughs> understand that, but he's also a businessman first and foremost. Mm. And if he... I think his bigger emotion right now is his anger toward the house. Mm. We can use that to our advantage. That is a fair point. Should I send this or not? I mean, I don't think it's going to hurt anything. We just don't want Christmas anywhere near him. That's fine. Christmas doesn't have to we, be anywhere near him. We could also wait until we have this meeting with Parrish and see how it goes. That's true. Alright, I'm willing to do that. And then, depending on how it goes, we either send it or we don't. Okay. I'll hold on to it then. To the parish. To the parish. Um, We're you going guys down get to, to the bayou. Outer town of Invar near Monarch Station and Ramkarag Ranch. Um, getting into this little town, uh, you can tell pretty much right away that this town is entirely based around what's going on at the railroad. Um, a lot of the housing here is almost like mine town housing and you can see that there's like coal stores here uh there's people that are actually going out to work on the railroad or at the station mm. um but one of the nicer buildings uh and one of very few with a clay tile roof uh, though it's a very steep roof um you find what you imagine must have once been like maybe a chapel or a community hall of some time some kind but it does have a steeple and stained glass um but it has a very uh like leaf green uh style uh shade of front door um and uh it has the the door like the door jam is like covered in like brass accoutrement that makes it look really nice. Um, but uh, it, it doesn't seem like this place is a secret because you see gamblers hanging around outside. Um, <clears throat> and you see gamblers of all different like cards, and the few who don't have cards, uh, they seem to be a little more important, like people are listening to them. But uh, as you guys get up to this building, you notice all of these gamblers outside who are like smoking or like sharing a drink and just keeping watch. Uh, a lot of them like clock you guys as you go by and just watch you. 
uh, and you will recognize uh, leaning on this like stone rail next to the front door is Lin Skior, the uh, orc who was assigned to protect Hector, uh, also known as the Pocket Ace. And uh, he is he's leaning up next to the door, and you can see holstered uh, on his back is a full-length shotgun. And he's just leaning there, appears to be waiting for you guys, and he has like a cigarette in his mouth, because those do exist in the world now. Um, and he good looks good. over as you guys approach, and he's like, well, good afternoon. Oh, hey there. Uh, we're here to see Mr. Parrish, so if you could please yeah, let us I in. Know. Okay, thank you. <clears throat> and he uh, how uh, how are you? Uh, a little tired, but good. How much yourself? Okay. Uh, you know, I'm I've been better. Yeah, I imagine. I know what's yeah. going on with you, bud. And mm-hmm. he how's uh how's Hector? I was about to ask. Well, he's here. If you want to talk to him, I would like to. Yes. Yeah, sure. And he opens up the door and lets you all go in ahead of him. <clears throat> it enters into uh, a little like foyer, which then goes into a wide wooden hall with hard uh, with hardwood flooring. Um, you can see at the far end uh, there is a fireplace that's beyond like a dining table that's set in the middle of all this. And uh, off to one side where the steeple tower is, you can see another hallway that leads off into other rooms. Uh, sitting at the table, uh, at one end of it, at the head, uh, you do see uh, Orson Parrish. Uh, he has his hat and coat over the uh, back of his chair. And he's currently sorting through some papers. He has a pair of glasses on. And you see sitting directly to his left is Walter Dine. Mm. Mm, well, we don't have to send that letter. Um, yeah, that's what I'm I was gonna... thinking the whole time. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. might be useless if they send it to him. I'm going to uh, lean over to Christmas as we go inside and be like, uh, do these guys know your name? Did you give them a different name? I can't remember. I assume they know who I am. Okay. Okay. Orson definitely knows who you are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, they're sitting there. There's a few other gamblers around. You do recognize the King of Spades is there. The one who was looking after chips. Uh, the Jack of Diamonds is there, the one who originally met you guys near the safe house. Um, and it seems like some of them are just eating and taking a break, whereas Orson and Walter are going over papers together. Um, and as uh, Lynn Skior steps in ahead of, uh, beside you guys, uh, he says, uh, Mr. Parrish, your, uh, your guests are here. I'm going to go get Mr. Renly, if you don't mind. And Orson looks up and takes off his glasses. He's like... Yes, absolutely. I'd love for him to join us. And uh, Mr. Orozco, Captain Orozco, should be joining us shortly. Oh, Please, my friends, take a seat. Fucking God damn it! No, Microsoft Office, go away. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, so, a, uh, Mr. I have a hotkey that keeps pulling it up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, Mr. Parrish. Yes. So, here's the deal, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't where do I start? Uh, yeah, first, lots the, happened in the last The most important hours. part is that Captain Orozco has some information that I need desperately. He knows where Chris is being taken. All right. We can certainly uh, look at getting that for you. He yeah. also uh, he's going some... to 
give that willingly because I gave him some information that he wanted. Which um, was? Which was the location of our friend here, and I point to Christmas, uh, which was incorrect. So when you're talking to him, please don't mention that Christmas is here. All right. I'm sitting right here at the table, though. Yeah, so maybe you should fix that. Go under the table? Or we, be invisible. Or go invisible. We, let's can, we can arrange for something so that Mr. Fortune Mac can still listen in without being seen. Okay. Without having to waste any magic. We have yeah. uh, we have some rooms in here with two-way mirrors. It'd be fine. Because uh, uh, Tristan's dog is here. Yes, I saw in the paper that Volg is about. Oh, we saw him. Oh. Um, also, and he, he turns and he looks at uh, Lynn. He says, Mr. Skewer, if you would. And Lynn, uh, or when Lynn gets back with Hector, and Lynn nods and goes outside, whereas Hector is sort of left standing there. Uh, you can see they got him some new clothes so that like he actually has some stuff. Um, and he's just standing there kind of nervously. And then he sees you. I'll walk over to him. Uh, I'll just go to Parrish, like, hold that thought. And I'll go over to Hector and give him a hug. Yeah, and he just wraps you up. He's like, hey, darling. Uh, I'm, uh, what's going on? Are they treating you okay? You, yeah, you yeah, doing no, right? they, they've been, they've been real nice to me, actually. Okay, good. Did it's... you get the letter I sent to you? Yeah, yeah, I did. Okay. Uh, I haven't gotten through the whole thing yet. A little bit of a slow reader, but it's, a, it's okay. Yeah. Okay, uh, good. Um, we're getting uh, things situated right now. <laughs> um, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be in town. Um, um okay. Uh, we'll we'll figure out where you're going and everything like that too it's it's fine yeah um i don't don't mind me i'll i'll uh, i'll stay out of it okay yeah real quick um, before we advance the plot <clears throat> i would like to have a very brief conversation with walter in front of everyone okay yeah he has been silent since you guys walked in just clocking each of you. Is this just like a big table situation? <clears throat> yeah, it's a big, like, rectangular. Like yours, but bigger. Okay. I'm gonna go sit next to Walter. And he sort of looks at you on his left and is like, Hello, Mr. Fortune Man. When you first saw me with these folks and let me preface this by saying that would understand either way when you first saw me with these folks did you tell him where I was tell who Tristan what reason would I have to tell him where you are Can I cast lie, lie detector? detector? <laughs> um, yeah. Can I cast insight? I want to see if he... What I'm trying to read is not necessarily if he is being truthful, but more like if he is being truthful, does he also know why 
Tristan. Does he know why you're asking? Exactly. Like, does he know why I'm asking the question? Go ahead and roll. One. Nice. Uh, The streak ends. Walter is a hard man to read. He is. Especially with the one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, then I'm just going to ask him. um, So you you don't know why Tristan is after me. Oh no, I know now. Okay. I didn't know then. But you can rest assured that I have not told him anything about you. I have no nothing to gain. I will reach out a hand to shake his and say I appreciate that. And he looks down at your hand and sort of slowly reaches out and shakes it once. I am actually going to go over to the table and sit down across from Walter. Just kind of look at him. I think I owe you somewhat of an apology. That's not necessary. I actually owe you thanks. What? The plot thickensing more. <laughs> oh my god, we are we are straight up swimming in concrete, you guys. <laughs> god damn it! Um, but yeah, he he sighs, and you see Orson kind of like Ooh, he's going to thank somebody. Ooh. <laughs> um, but uh, Walter looks you in the eye, and he says. If not for your suspicion of me, and if not for you having shown me that crew manifest, a lot of people would have died, and my reputation and veneer arms would be ruined. So I suppose thank you for giving enough of a damn about your father to look into it. Well, that wasn't for your benefit, I guess. I know it wasn't, but it was still beneficial to me. Uh, I actually wanted... I think we have more common ground than it first seemed. Uh, I'm assuming because you're here, you've been a little bit disillusioned with the house. Rather. I think we're on the same side then. I... perhaps. But... I just want to settle this and move on. I, uh... I have more important things to do than deal with traitors. (laughs) What? Who are you laughing Sorry, I was watching Harris. Oh, (laughs) you just like... Um, uh, I'm going to respond to that. I know, he's he's definitely not trying to be talkative. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but uh, he does say, uh, I understand from Orson that your group is 
running afoul of Tristan Kepler. I am curious about that. Uh, wait, did we establish that we all know that Christmas is Christmas, yeah? Yeah. He knows who Christmas okay. is, yeah. Okay. Um, well, obviously we just kind of caught, got caught up in it, but uh, it seems with Tristan being entangled with the house, we all kind of have our own uh, stake in the matter. Hmm. So, what is are. it exactly? Because I've heard it from his side, and he looks at Christmas, says, What exactly does he want with you? Is he just out to kill you, or? I hand Walter the letter I have from Sala. And he, he takes it. Uh, let me actually pull that up for my own benefit. Not the oh, not the second part that I've burned. Just the actual letter from someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Wanderlust. This one's goodbye letter. Yeah. Um. He's gonna skim over this. It's a long ass letter. Uh, yeah, he's going to take a moment to read this. Um, but when he's done, he folds it back up. And you can see he's thinking. As he's not really looking at anybody. He says, So. You're involved with Sala. And he sets the letter back down in front of you. I take it. Put it back in my one of my pockets. Yeah, I'd be honest, I don't really give two shits about the gamblers, the house. It's only one thing that really matters to me. Well, those are some interesting new developments I was not aware of. Makes you wonder if we uh, have more in common than we initially thought. I think what we all have in common is desperation. We all got I'm involved. not desperate. Well, we all got involved with Tristan or with the house uh, for some reason or another, and I don't think it was just to have a bit of fun. <clears throat> Tristan is... For lack of a better word, he's my brother. For all intents and purposes, except blood. Or at least he was. He has changed. After he started using all the residuum. I don't know what he's doing. I know it does have to do with the residuum, but I don't know what it is exactly. 
I got involved with the house because I needed help with my projects and I trusted Tristan and his trust in the house. <clears throat> He's been running with the house for 35 years, as long as Orson and Ferdinand. I'm actually the youngest of us. There's a couple of others, but they don't matter so much. Well, I got involved with the house out of desperation. <clears throat> and it wasn't until recently in that I found out exactly what he was, or maybe not exactly, but I know he's not just a person. No, I recently became of your became aware of your friend Lorcan as well. I was I was thinking of reaching out to your group and trying to get some information about what was happening. Originally and he looks at Orson and Orson sort of motions for him to continue. Uh, Walter says, originally I was approached for this project smuggling thing without being told what exactly it was for. I didn't know that it was supposed to be headed for Port Saris. But I refused because I knew dynamite going somewhere couldn't be good for anyone. And it certainly wasn't going to a mine, because it had been stolen from one. After I refused, the house was rather angry with me. And he asked me to find Lorcan Sheolak. And I've been dragging my feet about it, because I knew he was with you. And I didn't know? want to get involved with you again. Do you know why he needed Lorcan specifically? Knowing what I know now, the best guess I have is that it'd be an easier vessel to take back over. And I understand there are some interesting things going on in the Feywild that the house wants in on. Alright. We can be diplomatic and coy about this all we want, but you two, and I point at him and Orson, like, you two know a little bit more about the house than probably we do. I imagine we do. So what exactly is he? And they look at each other. Um... Walter sits back in his chair and he says, You know, I've never actually been all that sure. And he looks at Orson, and Orson sighs. The house is, as I imagine you have discovered, not a demon. Not a fiend, not a fae. Uh... 
I did not know <clears throat> I did not know what he was when I originally got involved with him. So consider it a necessary evil for the last twenty-five years since I've known. He is a foreign entity associated with the dissolution. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Most people know him as the blight. But he is known to the gods as Sav. Yep. Fuck. Fucking knew it. Fuck. You said that last week and I was like... (laughs) I mean, to be fair, I thought that ever since the moment where you said you described what you saw and I was like, yep, that's that's gotta be... It can't be anything else. I didn't remember that it was... And I'm so stupid because last week Taylor was like reading off all of the, the horsemen and mm-hmm. like they said something about like insects and decay and i was like oh didn't catch that before mm-hmm. all right i'm stupid <laughs> yeah i think you guys originally thought it was stionics because he was pestilence yeah yeah, yeah. the one that i said was pestilence because i didn't i wasn't yeah. sure if mm-hmm. that would be the correct one well, or the other one sob is famine mm, okay but he is also associated with bugs, rats, decay, all kinds of things. Man, Kit would know all about him. Would he? Yeah, after fighting I mean, Ilarka, I'm sure he looked into it. You guys didn't learn anything about the other three when you fought Ilarka. I know, but I can't he's imagine he's been alive he for three hundred. Yeah, that doesn't mean he spent he any have... time studying foreign gods, uh, I... especially not the minor three. Mm-hmm. Um. Magda and the house have a fairly intimate connection, and uh, that connection is currently the reason why the fifth horseman is still afloat. Do you guys know why it's yep. called the fifth horseman now? Yeah, yeah, sure mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. It's been that hint has been there the whole time. <laughs> The whole time. <laughs> the whole time. Uh, yeah. Uh, but Walter uh, looks across at Magda. He says, What sort of arrangement do you two have? Uh, I don't think I put on my mask or anything like that. So I'm just kind of like how I am. It's like, what do you think? Am I to assume that's because of him? How did you piss him off? I didn't. Someone I knew did. So you are not in a business arrangement. You are a lackey. Oh no, I... well, yeah. (laughs) That's a little bit more... (laughs) I see. I wish I would have known that before. Might have been a little bit more friendly. I haven't really been in the business of telling older people, so... It's also difficult to be friendly around Magda sometimes. That is fair. Albright, we can move past that. Uh, Oh look, a Magda uh, avoiding her feelings again. There they go. Bye, everybody. Well, Miss Renly, if it is any comfort, you are not alone. (gasps) And then he pulls his mask down. (laughs) Doesn't wear one. Um, He says, uh... 
when the house is particularly angry at someone, that is his preferred uh, affliction. I've dealt with it myself on occasion. On occasion? Yes. You've gotten rid of it? It's been treatable enough to go away, yes. I don't think we have the same thing. <clears throat> you are a member of the Tithal clan, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Wait, alright, so you... Mm-hmm. You've also taken Bloodstone from Elderhide. And you've gotten rid of it completely. After a very long time, yes. Twice, in fact. Uh, how long did you have to do that? Years. He doesn't seem particularly... He's threatening me right now to just end it like where I am unless I do things for him. That Hence is why his general modus operandi, yes. So how has he not done that to you? Well, my relationship with him started on a friendly note. Tristan introduced me and we worked for him together. I joined in with Orson and Ferdinand and Maria and a number of others. But when you refuse to do what he wants often enough, or you particularly mess something up, he's rather vengeful. Does he ever do his own dirty work, or does he just send other people to do it? He will if he's angry enough. So, you just cleared it up and he was like, bygones? Not exactly. There's a bit of a give and take. I managed to redeem myself somewhat in his eyes for him to let it go. But it took a lot of work. What exactly did you do? Are you asking what he did to piss him off or what he did to appease him? Appease him. I couldn't say no to anything for a while. Anything. Do I know what he's implying with that? or? <laughs> I think that's really general. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But uh, he says, generally the way it has always worked is if I do as he asks, he helps me with my projects. And occasionally he would ask too much for me to do something particularly awful. And I would say no. And I'd pay for it. And then I wouldn't be able to say no for a long time. He's a haggler, though, so sometimes I can work something out. But this time, and he looks at Orson, this time he has threatened everything that matters to me. And so it cannot continue. Oh, I just had a realization. Mm, Okay. 
What exactly has he threatened of yours? Everything that I've worked for years to do. He's threatened my company, the company I work for, my reputation. If this all would have gone through, I would have been captured by whatever was left of the Obsidian Collective and executed. And that is not an option. Can I ask a just a quick question. Mm. Um, <clears throat> these things that you've been working on, um, any of them have to do with the, uh, <clears throat> any of them have to do with the uh, Awaz tree? Can you see his eyes narrow? Mm-hmm. Skipping right to that, okay. I Why do you ask? To- there's some shit going down with it, and the Obsidian Collective's working on trying to fix it. Where? We've kind of heard that some bad shit could happen if anything happens to that tree. Indeed. Mm. Okay. All right. All right. <sighs> Mm, the dark side of Walter. I'm I'm holding the cherry bomb and I don't know if I should drop it or throw it or not. Oh, oh you that, mean about his yeah, wife? I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I was literally tossing around saying in my head. You know what? Fuck it. Oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get out of good side. You know, I, I understand that we're trying to have a little bit of a nice parlay but I don't I don't think that this is what your wife your late wife would have wanted Fist struck and Walter leans back in his chair setting his hands on the table <sighs> we were trying to get information about you and we didn't know where you stood we may have dug into prying. some things that we shouldn't have, but... I apologize for prying. And where do you think you stand now? What exactly are you trying to do with the Avas tree? Are you trying I to asked, do anything with the Avas I asked tree? you first. Where do I... you think you stand? I stand against the house. So if that means with the dealer and with you, that's where I stand. Good. Then we won't have a problem. Piece of shit. For now. Yeah. (laughs) I will tell you this in the most friendly way that I can muster, which is not much. All of you stay out of my business. (laughs) I will help you because this concerns all of us. 
But when this is over, get away from me. Deal. Good. That was a lie. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm not agreeing to that. No. <laughs> That's why I just didn't say anything. That was yeah, a straight same. up lie from Magda's part. Hey, Foostrock. Yeah. If you happen to look in Christmas's direction, he looks incredibly pissed at you. I mean, it's going to be kind of hard not to, because uh, he would have looked around the table uh, after um, after Walter had made that question. All right. So, business at hand. About that time. Oh, here comes our Roscoe. Christmas under the table. Tristan comes through the ceiling. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Hello, fuckers. Time to pay up. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, no. Um, you see uh, a Vodro scroll pop in front of a Roscoe, and he uh, takes it and unrolls it. A Roscoe? Sorry. Fucking Parish? Orson. Orson. Orson, um, okay. I'm getting confused with those two as well. I know. Uh, he unrolls it and he says... The dealer. Uh, well, Mr. Fortune, may I believe this is about the time that you should make yourself scarce. Uh, we will move him into a room with a two-way mirror so that you won't be left out. But um, if you go down that hallway, just stay out of sight for the moment. I am kind of realizing that we forgot to tell Joan anything about this. I told her, Mom. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Fustrat, do you mind uh, coming over here with me just so I'm not by myself? No, absolutely. None of us should be anywhere alone. Thank you. Uppercuts Fustrat into oblivion. <laughs> yeah, and Orson, Orson starts writing back and lets the scroll go. And he stands up and straightens out his shirt and vest and says, as for the rest of you, uh, we have a guest incoming immediately. So uh, uh, did we quick before he shows up, did we tell it, you that the house talked to us? No. Directly? Oh, yeah. yeah so we the didn't house say talked that to, Yeah. The house yeah. talked to us directly um, and wanted us to bring Ferdinand to him and not sink the ship. So what we did is we brought Ferdinand to you and we didn't sink the ship so we could appease you both. So there you go. That's the breakdown. And now go go question him. Find out where my yeah, mom is. And while you're saying this, or after you get done saying this, the front the front door opens and you see several several gamblers bringing Orson in in chains. It, or, God damn it! You <laughs> bring Ferdinand in in chains. <laughs> Uh, while Orson is just staring at Noah, just like kind of caught <laughs> off guard. Um, anyway, that's how you that. make that really great uh, recipe with the, the marshmallows and the deep fried rice. I also lean over to uh, Orson and just go, also oh, we wanted you to kill, we want eh, he wanted us to kill you, but we're not doing that either. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This poor man! This poor man! Oh, I love this. Well, I guess war it is. 
<sighs> and he uh, straightens himself <laughs> out once again as uh, the gamblers uh, bring Ferdinand in. And Ferdinand is like complaining the whole way. Like, you don't, I don't need to be in chains. I said I'd do this willingly. And he looks up and he sees Noah. He's like, I said I'd do this willingly. They don't no, need to manhandle me. I, I walk over to Ferdinand and I'm going to pat him on the shoulder and be like, I know. I told him I'm doing the best I can. Uh, can you, um, where'd you say they were taking my mom, by the way? As soon as I hear him ask that, because I'm assuming wherever I am with the two-way mirror looking in, I'm within 60 feet. You're, they haven't moved him to the right room yet. Ah, damn it. Okay, never mind. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, uh, he hasn't told you yet. Uh, no, he hasn't. Yeah, he just looks up at you with just fucking contempt and doesn't uh, say a word. Oh, that's okay. I kept up my end of the bargain. Yeah. And I just, uh, like, pat my side. I'm like, well, we'll see what happens, shall we? Yeah. Uh, Orson steps up uh, in front of Ferdinand, uh, who is kind of forced to like bow over a little bit because they're like holding on to his arms. Um, and Orson looks down at him and says, You know, old friend, there is one tenet that this entire group lives by and has lived by since we were founded, and that is loyalty. Loyalty to each other. But you have chosen to be loyal to a killer and a just awful creature who seeks to do nothing but cause harm. That's not going to fly here, friend. Um, and Ferdinand, looking up at him, just shakes his head and says, like I had a choice, Orson. And Orson shrugs and says... Take him, take him back to the room. We'll, uh, we'll gather up everybody and have a little conversation. And they drag Horasco away. Mm. And Orson, after he's gone, he turns to the rest of you and says, I was not aware that the house was intended to kill me. Now you know. I believe Ferdinand has uh, a lot to explain and catch us up on. And he uh, looks over at uh, Noah. He says, you promised to keep him alive? It, well, here's the thing. Here's what I did. Okay. So we wanted to talk about this, but he kind of showed up a little early and you know how Magda likes to talk. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, we, I told him that if he came willingly, uh, I would talk to you guys about keeping him alive and, um, that he probably had the best shot for survival with you because the house was probably just gonna kill him. I imagine. So, you know, maybe if you could, um, show him a little bit of mercy or, you know. Why are we keeping him alive? Uh, because Joan. he's got information that all of us need. And Joan trusts you. Shit. Yeah, that's a good one. Good. I like the kid card. That's a good one. <laughs> His family is depending on him. You promised Joan that he would live? I promised that 
I mean, essentially, yeah. So, <laughs> bitch. That was the only way. We were trying to go down her avenue first. To see if she could get him to you. And she chose you over the house. So. Well, I appreciate her confidence in me. And I will do my best not to betray him. But if he tries anything, or he gets in our way again later, I cannot promise he will live beyond that. But I will not actively seek to kill him. Mm. That is the best uh, I can promise. If you do need some help and you need someone to shoot him like once, please let me know. I have Mr. Skewer for that, thank you. Oh, but I just, I know so many better things. I think a shotgun to the face is generally pretty effective. Yeah, but then how's he going to talk? Then we after the talk. Mm. Okay. Anyway, shall we? Yes. Yeah, and he heads down the hallway. Uh, God bless God. your Thank soul. You. Jesus. Um, yeah. You guys head into uh, a, with all of you, kind of smallish room. Uh, but it's it's set up very much like an interrogation room where like the actual room itself is like padded for sound. And there's a two-way mirror so people can listen in. Uh, Ferdinand has been sat in a chair underneath uh, this row of electric lights in the other mm. room, and uh, he has been left there. And Orson brings you all into this side room where he's not going to be able to hear you. Um, he says, all right, if anybody has uh, any questions first, I would recommend you start. Uh, yes, I do. Uh, could you please uphold your end of the bargain and tell me where they're taking my mom? Wait, are you talking to... Who are you talking to? Ferdinand. Oh, you're still in the room with Orozco. Yeah, I'm talking to Ferdinand. He's in a separate room. You said Orozco. Yeah, you said a Roscoe, so now I'm confused. No, I'm sorry. You're you're behind the two-way mirror with Orson. Oh. Ferdinand is in the padded room. Okay, I need to go into the padded room then? Okay. Okay. Sorry. It's the two O's. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Just say the dealer and a Roscoe. Yeah, just do the dealer Uh, and the captain, and then I know what's going on. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, but he's the shark. Uh, There's so many names. Uh, Yeah. But yeah, you step into the room with a Rosco, mm-hmm. uh, and you're the only one in there with him, but you are aware that everybody can hear you from the other one. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I he's see sitting you, Christmas. There. Yeah, what are you? He's sitting there tied to his chair. I am waiting <clears throat> for you to ask a question. Okay. Uh, I'll walk up to him and I'll be like, all right, so I kept my end of the deal. Where are they taking my ma? You haven't kept your end of the deal yet. We still don't know if they're going to kill me. Oh, no, I already do. They're not going to kill you. I don't believe you. Ah, Parrish, will you tell him you're not going to kill him before I do? And after a moment, the door opens and Parrish steps in and closes it and leans on the door. He's like, no, no, I don't have any plans to kill him yet. There you go. Give it up. 
And Ferdinand looks at Orson. He's like, well, why don't you ask him? He should know. He's known this whole time and hasn't told you. Yeah. Okay. Information. This is your last chance. Then uh, he looks down. He's like, I... Zone of truth. That's a charisma save. Are we all in this room? You're in the the side room listening in. Okay. Anyone who's in that room, though, does need to make the charisma save. Okay. I failed. Uh, Ferdinand succeeds. Orson fails. Okay. Orson fails. Orson fails intentionally. Mm. Okay. Boostcrack also fails intentionally. You're with me, bud. You're not in the area. Oh, I thought that... No, I thought that it was encompassing in that room rooms. as well. Two no, rooms. I thought I thought that the zone encompassed both rooms. Oh no no no! I get it in yeah. that room. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, Ferdinand, as he's looking down, he says, "She's being taken to Constanos near Quarry Lake." I turn back to Parrish and like, is that the truth? I didn't know exactly where they were taking her, but I did suspect it was Constanos, yes. I'm going to go into the room. Okay. Okay, you step in. Uh, All right, let's try this one more time. (sighs) So you step in, you look like you? I look like me, yep. Oh, God. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) Ferdinand looks up and he's like, oh, son of a bitch. Yeah, it's me. All right, let's try this one more time just to make absolutely sure. Um, I shoot him in the knee. Oh, Oh, God! God. Holy shit! (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and like, Parrish is Not an adventurer no more. Yeah, (laughs) and Ferdinand just lets out this horrific scream and just doubles Um, over in the chair. while While he's yelling, I come up to him and I grab him by the throat and cut it off. Wait, okay. what? His throat? As in, closes his windpipe. Go close his windpipe so yeah. that oh, okay. he can't yell I was about to be like, what? You, can, you can feel, like, the air trapped and the strain mm-hmm. as he's, like, trying to get a hold of himself. Um, and he, when you're in that much pain, you can't help tears, like, streaming mm-hmm. down your face. It's, yeah. Faye presence. I technically need Noah and um, Orson to roll as well, but if they fail, they're just going to be charmed. Mm-hmm. Okay. If Orozco fails, he's going to be frightened. It's I a- think you can only pick one effect. Uh, or become charmed or frightened by you, your choice. Oh, okay. It's ambiguous, but if I need to, I'll make everyone frightened. Is this a um, wisdom save? This is a wisdom save. DC 15. Right. 7. I I rolled with disadvantage, and I kid you not, I got two natural 20s. Okay, oh. gotcha. So... <laughs> like, I feel like that was a cop-out, but I really did. Okay, so so Orson is not frightened, but what about Ferdinand? <laughs> no, this was Ferdinand's roll. I know. <laughs> Orson is 19. Okay, yeah. So only Noah is frightened. 
Cool. I'm gonna let go of him and back away then. Yeah, and Ferdinand just kind of is doubled over, like, like sucking in breath, like trying not to scream anymore. But like, it's hard. He's like whimpering, and yeah. You have far more resolve in you than I initially anticipated. Unfortunately, that just means this process is going to take longer. So would you like to truthfully tell us where they are taking Christine Barago, please? And I'll level my gun yeah. at his other knee. Yeah, and he's he's like trying to breathe and he's like, I, they're going to Constanos. It's, it's the crow's place is near Quarry Lake. That's all I know. I am going to run around into the room and I'm going to be like, you swear on Joan's life? Also, lie detector. I would like to cast lie detector to see if I believe him. Okay, insight check. Okay. Um, but yeah, he looks mm -hmm. at Magda. He's like, "What? What would I gain from lying at this point?" Thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. Not sure. Hmm. What about me? That sucks. For okay, him. roll insight. Fourteen. Not sure. Hmm. I don't know. It seems Can like he could no. still be could still be lying, you know, just to get last minute revenge, maybe send us into a I don't think he would risk his daughter. Hmm. I don't that. know. Should we bring her in here next? No. Christmas. No. I wink at Magda so that he can't see. Yeah. Ugh, whatever. I just... We could put him in the other room and make him watch. I've got plenty of bullets. I'll just stay quiet. Last yeah, chance. Magda won't even play along. All right. Yeah. Last no, chance, I'm playing Mr. along. Rosco. By not saying anything. Where are they <laughs> taking Christine? And I'm going to shoot the ground right in front of his feet. Yeah, and he, he jumps. He's like, what can I say to make you believe that that's all I know? I don't know what Tristan is doing. I'm going to look over at Orson. Mm -hmm. What do you think, Mr. Parrish? Is our friend telling the truth? Hmm. Well, he does have a point that uh, he's pretty fucked either way. And it does stand to reason that Mr. Kepler would take his most valuable hostage back to his stronghold. I imagine he may be right, or she may be headed for Jade Street itself. I'll believe him. Well, Mr. Orozco, it looks like you get to keep at least one of your knees today. And he just kind of slumps over, like, just trying to contain himself, basically. I'm going to leave the room and immediately throw up. 
Ustrak wants to look at Jasper and check on him. Because this is a lot. And this is like, this is rough. He is not emoting. He's just staring straight on. No expression. I... I, I, oh, I would lean down to him and make sure that he's doing okay. No, no real response. <laughs> I'm going to leave the, the little holding area and go back to Foostruck and Jasper. <laughs> well, that was gross. Um, yeah. Um, Orson will continue talking to him if you guys care. Uh, I'm going to stay in the room for a little bit. Okay. Uh, so you'll hear Orson uh, as he sort of walks around Ferdinand. He says, Now, Ferdinand, Walter has told me a bit of what he knows, but I'm curious. What exactly was your plan here? Turning against the men who have helped you out of the gutter all these years. What did I do? And Ferdinand looks up at him. He says, you didn't, you didn't do anything. It was, I didn't have a choice, Orson. The house, and Orson stops him. He's like, yes, yes, the house always wins, whatever. Not this time. What did he take? What did he threaten to take? And uh, Ferdinand says everything. He threatened to take the ship back. He threatened to take my family. He threatened to turn Tristan on me. Everything. And Orson nods. Looks up at uh, this little, like, barred window on the side that's, like, been covered over, and he sighs and says, well, I can I can empathize with your situation, but the fact of the matter remains that you have betrayed the gambler's trust. And you were there when we started all of this. You remember that we swore to protect each other and remain loyal. And now you and Tristan have gone and betrayed me and Walter. Walter, who you brought in and tricked into this life along with Tristan. That's bad business, Ferdinand. And uh, Ferdinand just shakes his head and lowers it. And Orson walks over to the door and looks at Noah. He says, well, regardless of motives and regardless of what the house's plans are for him, I won't kill him. As long as he stays out of my way. But 
I certainly won't let him go free either. I think it's time the horseman had a new captain, and I imagine she's going to treat it a lot better than he does. Mm. I have a bit of uh, organizing to do, especially considering that uh, I need to get you all to Haven or wherever you decide to go. And he looks at uh, Ferdinand again and says, I imagine we'd better continue this conversation out of his earshot. We don't know when the house is going to come for him. Hmm. After you, Mr. Baracco. Man, there's so many things that I'm thinking about doing. Um, hmm. Has Parrish left the room? No, he's waiting for Noah. Mm. Okay. You know, give me just a moment. I'll wait for him to walk out and close the door. Oh, okay. He will. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pull a... Uh, let me look at my inventory real quick. I've got so many things, you guys. A vial of mercury. <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm. You thought what I did was bad. Yeah, just wait. I was just the opening act. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to take out my wand of druid craft. Mm-hmm. instead of taking out the real thing and so I have a question about Druidcraft actually does yeah. Druidcraft make something real How so? or does it disappear after a while uh, creates a harmless sensory effect uh, that predicts whether uh, you can instantly make a flower blossom, a seed pod open, or a leaf bud bloom. So it has to already exist. Okay. Um, yeah. Lighter stuff out of candle. Okay, 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 okay. Um, I'm going to I'm going to pull out the wand of druidcraft, and I'm going to pull out a a single stem of the aconite that I took. Uh-oh. And I'm just going to use the wand to, like, make the... I'm going to hold it up in front of his face and use the wand to make it, like, spin on top of my palm and, like, the flowers are blossoming and, like, opening and closing as it turns. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, do you... Do you know what this is? It looks like Wolfsbane. Do you know what it'll do to your body? Oh, God. And he kind of swallows. He's like, mm. yeah. Have you ever had all your worst nightmares in all the world come true just before they kill you? And he stays silent. If you ever get in my way again, you won't even know it's coming. And I'll put it back in my bag and I'll leave. 
Alright. You guys leave that general area unless anybody else has a thing they want to do. I definitely want to take care of Jasper. Uh, so I'm probably, like, after I'm able to breathe, um, uh, because Noah isn't just going to fucking kill this guy, uh, I will take Jasper out uh, so I can, you know, make sure he's doing okay. Yeah, he's not really responding all that much. Mm. I, uh, I Sweet boy, offer him I some, seen this shit before. Yeah. I, I offer him some water. Uh, from my water skim. Yeah, he, he doesn't take any. Uh, and seeing Christmas uh, horking up cookies, uh, I will offer it to him as well. I'll take it. All right. Probably talk about where we're going then. Yeah. Uh, Orson brings you guys back out to the uh, table area where uh, Walter is still there. He did not join you. Is um, my dad still there too? He is. Um, okay. And in fact, you catch him and uh, Walter chatting. And Walter's actually being rather polite. Um, For once. Hey, he was real polite until you mentioned his dead wife. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, um, you can hear that they're they're talking. Basically, Walter's like, oh, so you're Hector. You're the one who is on the crew manifest. And Hector's like, yep, that was me. <laughs> and they're talking about how like Hector saw him on board, but Walter's like, no, that was not me. It's a whole thing. But he's being polite, so... Uh, as you guys join back up with them, uh, Walter looks at Orson, and you can see Orson looks a little upset, like, realizing or having it be proven that he's been betrayed by one of his oldest friends. You know, it kind of leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Um, but Orson sits down and lays his hands on the table and says, so, being that, um, the dog is a bit of a concern. I don't think you all can afford to wait for the train. Preferably not. I mean, it can be risked. It's leaving tomorrow, but I don't exactly want to take that risk, so I do have another option. I can get a hold of an airship. Okay. Is this one the sixth horseman? <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of over horseman at this point. No, uh, <laughs> I have managed to, over a very, very long time, ingratiate myself to the Veneer family. And the Veneer family is rather close with the Holdron Company. And the Holdron Company owns the Gear Crown. I don't know if any of you know of it, but it is one of the pre-calamity airships. It is oh, yeah. perhaps the fastest mode of transportation available, uh, and one of the most immediately available. And they are just so happen to be headed for Haven, which is where your friend Gwyn 
is being is on her way to via train. In fact, you should if wait, hold on, let me double check my math. Yeah, I was about to say, would we get there before she does that? Maybe. Uh world lore at Lauren. It's like Hector all over again. Get there before he does, <laughs> so we can save him. And then uh, we'll spend a little hmm. time in Haven. My, so my Haven. question is yep. if Chris is on her way to Constanos and like like what what do we do there? And we also still Just don't know where Lorcan truly is. Lorcan Although, is going well, yeah, it's Lorcan's on the way to the Feywild, but if the house wanted Lorcan again to possess him again. I like, think the house already has. I think Probably. the house already has because that that what we saw of him was a projection. Mm-hmm. So it's probably do, what he just already looks like. Do let me be clear. The Feywild thing is an assumption. You don't know that for sure. Yeah. Wow. Uh, okay, so let me go to the Amnoblin map because I actually need to measure. Uh, nope, that's Frosthold. Uh, okay, so mundane airships. Nope. Uh, magical airships. 26 knots, which is 720 miles a day. And Let's pass. If every it's actually not as fast as a passenger train, but Oh god, one square is twelve hundred miles? Yeah. Oh Jesus fucking Christ. This place is big. <laughs> this yeah, is it's a big take planet. Days to Haven is. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay, 12. Uh, it's like 144. Hold on, I'm mathing. 12. I trust anything that you guys come up with. <laughs> I'm not attempting. <laughs> it would take the gear crown 20 days to get to Haven. Uh, it would take a train about 25 because it can't go as the crow flies. This is a straight line to Haven. And if we, so we were could to get leave... there before her, if we were to leave uh, today, you, yeah, if you guys left today, you would actually get there like a day or two before her. We actually would. Um... It also means we could just catch up to the train. Do a we train could. heist. Oh my god, we could do the Wild West train heist. I don't... That would be kind of fun. We could do uh, the Final Fantasy VIII where we swap the train cars around and kidnap the president. Stop Ooh. referencing Final Fantasy VIII. No one else likes it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, would I don't think a whole airship... I think that would be pretty conspicuous. Like, it's huge. Mm-hmm. So if we tried to, like, drop down in the middle of... I don't imagine that the Holdron Company would help you accost a train. No. Unless you manage to talk them into it being in their best interest. Uh, I'm not sure if you can manage that. The Holdron Company is a little stiff. I mean, I think it Noah might managed just... to talk Orozco into showing up here basically on his own free will, so I wouldn't put anything past him at this point. Well, 
Here, yeah. Here's what we could do. We could get to Haven, grab a couple of horses or something, and then go meet the train if it's, you know, going to be a true. couple days out. So we don't have to use the the ship to do it, but we could still pull off a fun little train heist. There's a couple I would of... not recommend horses. Okay. Kiyotori. A little, a little birds, then. Mammoths. Uh, Kiyotori would be better. Um, I could actually probably set you up with some. Yeah. That would be good. Can we take them on the airship? No, they would be there waiting for you. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's Birds better. like that don't do so well in extended air travel. Mm. Uh, I will say us being able to have a plan in Haven may go a little bit more in our interest. There's a couple of pretty obvious questions that need to be asked here. One is, do we go after Gwyn or do we go after someone else? And I think mm. the person that needs to answer that question is Noah. Well, may I offer a little extra information that I've withheld before? Please. And some new information that I have discovered... Uh, thanks to some double agents on my side. Oh, no. Um, it is true that Volg is in town. I've been hearing of some dog attacks, but I wasn't sure that it was him. Uh, from what I understand currently, Tristan is down in Awas. He is... I'm not sure what side he's on, but he is fueling some kind of conflict going on down there. Something about, I don't know, something about a bunch of people with money up against the leaders of the town and the people there. Uh, and there's, of course, the Glacier Watch issues going on, which he seems to be profiting off of. But uh, he is, for lack of a better word, busy. But he's not going to stay busy for terribly long if he has his way. Your friend Gwen is headed to Haven to await him, and he intends to kill her. No questions about that. I imagine he's going to make it terribly painful and terribly slow. She is certainly the person he hates most. Well, I don't know about that. No, I'm rather does, sure of that. Does that mean that he has the ability to just teleport he well and he motions over toward Walter uh, without Mr. Dine's help he is limited to teleportation circles Mr. Dine is the only one of us who can teleport anywhere oh shit he is high level fuck okay I pissed off um, the wrong dude <laughs> uh huh yeah uh, so thankfully that will slow him down a little uh, and we can reliably guess at where he will pop up because he has to pop up at the circles. Um, I know where he'll pop up. Or well, it, nah, he probably wouldn't. Never mind. But 
teleport? We had to teleport last time to Haven too, but that was to Crimson Hammer, so mm -hmm. I don't know if they yeah. let him in. But. It's also been 300 years. Well. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I strongly believe that Miss Hammond's daughter is the most in, in the most immediate danger. Lorcan he is not going to be killed and he's not in he's probably not in Tristan's hands anyway not anymore so there is not much we can do about that or not much I can do about that at this point I do believe uh, he has been transported via circle so he is probably already in Constanos or somewhere near the Guild of the Gate or at the round gate, rather. And I imagine Mrs. Barago has been transported by similar means, uh, most likely to Constanos or the round gate. My leaning is toward Constanos because it is the most secure place for them to send people, and it is the easiest place to get lost in because it's so big. And it's a small jaunt to the round gate but I do believe her final destination is going to be Jade Street in Amadathelion. And they're going to hold her there until they can figure out either what they want to do with her or they can enact some kind of plan. I imagine taking her was a means of being able to hold something over all of you. And mm -hmm. being that Mr. Barago and Mr. Fortune Mare are involved there's probably going to be some negotiating now. Tristan... Tristan doesn't just kill willy-nilly as much as you may think otherwise. He is very precise. And he actually avoids killing when he can. Or at least he avoids doing so publicly when he can. So I imagine once Mrs. Barago gets to where she's gone, you're going to hear from him. Or once you take Miss Heron's daughter. It might be a good idea to get Gwyn first, just because she's closer. And that's one more person that we have to... She is perhaps the only one with a true timer on her. I imagine Tristan won't wait very long after she gets to Haven. Um. I do have another thought. I don't think it's one that any of y'all are going to like, though. If Tristan's distracted with Gwyn, it provides us a very good opportunity to potentially just grab Chris and run. She's not even there, though, as far as we know. Not yet. You're right, I don't like it. No. Oh, I, I, I absolutely did not think that any of you would like it, but... He's distracted uh, in, in AWAS right now, so we would just be... We would just be making ourselves a step further behind if we do that. He could also attempt to kill Chris out of retaliation for us uh, taking Gwyn away from him. 
Well, that brings me to the second obvious question that we're not asking. Mr. Parrish. Yes. You offered your services in exchange for us blowing up the Fifth Horseman. The house intervened in that and made it much more difficult for us to do so. And now, Maria is the captain of the Fifth Horseman and I believe serves you. So, by my count, us not blowing up the Fifth Horseman has been more beneficial to you than if it had been removed from the playing field. And if your services are still offered... I think they would be indisposable in helping us receive, uh, retrieve Christine Barago. Quite like the way you think, Mr. Fortune. I do too. Jesus Christ, that was way better than what I suggested. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever decide to leave the crows behind, there was an opening in the gamblers for you. I did that a fit right in. Well, I... I would agree that you're you're correct. We will have to consider some issues with, of course, Maria being connected to the house as well. But she is one of my most loyal officers. There's a reason we call her the holdout. Uh, Yes, I think that'll go quite well. And... It will hopefully mean that I can keep Joan in my service as well. I quite like her. Hmm. Magda, I'm sorry that I put you in that uncomfortable position in regards to Joan. I uh, was acting a little bit on impulse in there, and I didn't mean to scare anyone. Well, actually, that's a lie. I meant to scare him, but I think I succeeded in scaring (laughs) just about everyone else instead. Oh, I'm fine. Yeah, I know. Insight check. Is Noah actually fine? (laughs) You can see the flames inside his eyes. Uh, No. (laughs) I don't even need to roll that. Since Lorcan is most likely in the possession of the house currently, I think maybe having some of your men try to go after Mrs. Barocco would be the most uh, pertinent. I agree, and um, I have to be upfront and honest. I don't know how well that's going to go, but... I, you know, that was the thought I was having as well. I do have a thought that I can at least, without endangering Mrs. Barago, I can at least lay the foundation to help you guys get into, uh, get in to get her. And one of the hardest things, I imagine, will be getting you through the realm gate without too many questions, or however we manage to get you to the Feywild. The realm gate is the most reliable. Uh, I imagine also you must have some connections still among your other friends in the Crows that left Tristan. We may be able to use some of their help too. But I also I also think that once we get Gwyn, we're going to have to leave Haven very quickly. 
Yes, you will. Yep. So, and I will look over at Walter. You <clears throat> apparently have the ability to teleport very fast. Would you be able to help us out with that? I don't have any business in Haven. Would you like to? Is that a no? <laughs> you have business helping us. I thought we were. Oh yes, I can be of help, but that seems a bit out of the way. And Orson looks over at him and is like, Walter. I say this with the utmost brotherly love. Do something for someone else for once in your goddamn life. These people clearly deserve it. And Walter rolls his eyes. It's like, I suppose. That's all we're, we're asking. Just get us from Haven to Constanos. Well, so does that mean I'm coming with you or am I supposed to drop in and get you? I don't know. Whatever you want to do. You are the one with the magic ticket around the world. And he, he looks at Orson and says, when is the gear crown headed out? I imagine you'll have to talk to Mr. Veneer to get a hold of it. Um, and Orson nods and he says, well, it should be headed out within... Oh, before the evening's over, they okay. are in a bit of a rush to get some things over to Haven. Uh, no, we that brings up another point that I wanted to say is that the train heist needs to happen no matter what. Because if Tristan is planning on being in Haven to execute Gwyn, we don't want to be anywhere near that place when that train is supposed to get there. I agree. And that way we get a little bit of a head start, too, so mm-hmm. we can ambush his place, get your mother out of there, and get the fuck out. We can um, try. Walter says, well, I have I have a bit to do here in Locks Landing yet. Uh helping Mr. Veneer with damage control and such, and not to mention my own issues. Mm. But I imagine if this Quinn is already aboard a train that left yesterday, she's going to be arriving at Haven in 24 days something like that so if you can get the gear crown you should be able to catch the train probably not far after the Palica crossing if you can talk them into letting you off there mm-hmm. um, and for free all the Palica rivers right yeah right sure uh, right there, that crossing. Um, I I don't know that area particularly well, but what I can do is go to Dunn, which is further up the track, and if you all can meet me about halfway, I can get you out of there. But there will be a period of time before we meet. 
How long of a period of time? Uh, I'm not sure. It depends on the weather. Depends on how fast you all can move. Depends on, of course, on Miss Heron's daughter's state when you find her. But essentially, I can teleport myself near the town of Dunn, which is right here between the two crossings on the Dunn River. Um, and I can stop making my way toward the Palica crossing and meet you along the way. I can try to teleport out into the middle of nowhere, but I have no guarantee that it will work. How far away is Palica from Haven? Uh, well, the itself. town of Palica is down here. Um, the Palica crossing is here. Where's the so, origin to the blue meat? Okay, is it how many days? Uh, if we're on Kiatori, that's almost 20 days from Haven. 25 days? No. Um, no, we'd be no, talking about having the airship off. drop us off. Oh, the there. airship would That's yeah. about where yeah. we would be at the oh. same point as the ship. That's where we could... It, yeah. it would okay. be yeah. 25 days by Kiotari from Haven. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, I'm trying to think here. If we go all the way to Haven and then try to go catch the train, it's going to be a lot closer to Haven at that point. But Yeah. Unless you guys want to try to, go to, to Haven too. Unless you guys <laughs> yeah. want to go to Haven, um, and then go up the track. That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, that's what because I was thinking too. If if you go directly to Haven, you have four days on the train, so you can get all the way. Depending on if you're riding something, you can get like halfway across a square to get ahead of the train before it gets a gets to haven how about this plan a is convince them to drop the airship at the crossing uh -huh. plan b if that can't happen is to get to haven and then leave and catch the train on its way in by and the way oh sorry go ahead we have an, the ability to communicate with Walter during that time. It's going to be a long journey. So mm -hmm. we will come up with a plan of how we want to coordinate during that time. Well, my my only issue is that uh, if we take Gwyn, Tristan's going to find out pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. And we don't want to give him the time to set up reinforcements or even go back to Constantos and be prepared for us. I would like to leave as soon as possible after we get Gwyn and go to Constantos while they're off guard before they even know or like right after they know something bad has gone down. So they they don't have any time to be prepared for us. Um, Orson speaks up. He says, "You know, I actually have another thought for you. The train, uh, the track passes down the Dun River to get through uh, the main the the mountains, and it makes a stop through Baphomel." Hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And he We've looks been needing to go there for 300 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he looks at Walter and <laughs> says, Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but teleporting to circles is much easier than teleporting to the middle of nowhere. So... Another option could be for him to drop you all there whenever you're ready to go and come back and then meet you after you hit the train. Or potentially meet you beforehand and help. And Walter rolls his eyes like, thank you for volunteering me, Walter. I honestly, that sounds like the best idea. If you could just like drop us today, like, and then we'll just hang out there while we wait for the train. So, or downtime. Just yeah. so that I'm clear, so we would get dropped off at Baphomel today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'd stay there, meet the train outside of Baphomel or inside of Baphomel. Uh, the train uh, stops outside of Baphomel in between the two mountains where the river okay. flows through. Okay, so we go out that way, we pull off our train heist. We go back to Bathmel. We get Walter to bring us then to Constanos after that point, then, yeah? Uh, Am I... I'm sorry, I was trying to measure. Will you say the second part of that one more time? uh, We go go to Bathmel. We go just outside of Bathmel to get the train. We pull up the train heist. We get Gwen. And then we meet Walter. He brings us to Constanos. Yep. Yeah. Okay. There's one problem with that plan that I really don't like, though, and it's it involves us sitting in one spot for a very long time. Well, how many days is it going to take for them to get to Baphomel? Uh, with the train having already left a day ahead, the train is in this area here. It's going to be a while. So that well, means it's going to hit Baphomel in one two three about four days that's not that long that's not that long if you guys go to baphomel and get like you know uh a couple days ahead on the track by foot or by horse or whatever then you will stop the train several hours before it can hit baphomel you'll only be waiting you guys don't even really have to wait because if you just like walk or ride the track with like uh, ride on horses, you you can keep moving the whole time and catch the train yeah, we well outside the town if yeah, you want to. I will also say that thanks to Captain Orozco, Tristan now thinks you're here in town and that you're on the run. So he may be right. looking for you for at least a couple of days before he thinks that you've run off somewhere else. Well, although if that dog can catch scents and he follows his scent all the way around town and then it stops, he might catch on to us, but he won't um, know where we're um, going. That's I mean, we could always just put the dog danger. down. Yeah, we could just go kill the dog. You know, I would wish you the best of luck if you ever decided to try that, but... <laughs> My concern right now is that you all have been moving around town and Volg is going to catch your scent. He's going to follow it and eventually he's going to get here and then I have a problem. So Mm -hmm. I need you all out of here. Yeah. Let's go to Baphomel. 
Yeah. We'll get some horses, get some supplies, and then we'll meet the train. Before we uh, Walter before stands we leave, up one, and just walks to the middle of the floor and starts drawing. One last question. We know significantly more about the house than uh, than we did previously. And, um, I mean, if the stories that I was told when I was younger are true about Obsidian Day and Yalarka, should we uh, potentially inform the collective that uh, Sav is running around? Let's... I'm not unconvinced. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. It could, it could very well be that Sav has a man on the inside of the that's, collective. That's what I was thinking. But at the same time, then why blow it up? Kill your own man. It doesn't necessarily make sure mean everybody has to be inside. Yeah. Turn up a loose end. Did I, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I feel like, I feel like, wait a second. <laughs> this is like the thing that you originally sent me before the campaign even started. I feel like there was something about I feel like Taylor is smiling. <laughs> yeah, they're trying not to. Because like, <laughs> straight face. <laughs> well, Ash is looking that up. Uh, Christmas is going to go... Not necessarily help, but just like watch Walter do the teleportation circle. Basically for learning purposes. Just to try to learn a little bit about the process. Which letter are you looking at, Ash? This is like the rumors that you gave me at the oh, beginning yeah. of the campaign. Okay. Ah. Uh, the only thing that I've heard about the Obsidian Collective was just that, and I already got that confirmed. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that's not going anywhere. I feel like there was something about a mole in the Obsidian Collective, or like shit. There's something about the Obsidian Collective that I was like, ooh. Um, I don't know. I mean, are you? It, are you thinking about the AMC that there's rumors that there's someone in there who's a mole? Mm, I might be thinking about that. Because I know there is one. Yeah. Yeah. Which can confirm. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> okay. I mean, is, well, is there I, anyone there that we know we can trust? Kit. Uh can you though? <laughs> I don't think trust- Kit would want to blow it up. We can trust, trust him to be a diva. I mean, if we can trust Kit or Kenna. Well, we've never met Kenna before, so I don't know. Not yet. <laughs> Lion little shit. <laughs> uh, so I guess Kit's a best bet. I don't Actually, that brings up a very good question that I'm going to ask Orson. Uh, Orson will, well, as you can see, will be leaving here shortly. Um, 
Can I trust that Mr. Renly and Mr. Barago will still be looked after in your care here? I was going to bring that up, yeah. You know, that's an interesting thing, because uh, Mr. Barago seems to have disappeared. Wait, what? What? Sorry, he what? Well, that's, he's just uh, looking at Noah. Concerning. Can I give him some sort of, like, shut the fuck up kind of movement? <laughs> make, uh, make a sleight of hand. Everybody else make an insight. How long yeah, have you it. known this? Oh, that's oh. a tell. That was the natty one for me. It's a 17 for me. Nine. The only person who knows is Christmas. Yeah. Uh, and Foostruck. I got a 10. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Orson, Orson I'm says, just like, huh? what? Uh, according to what I understand from uh, my king of spades, a particularly powerful druid dropped into the hospital and whisked him away last night. Well, that's weird. I'm going to look at Noah. I'm going to look at Noah, and I'm going to be like, what was it you said, Noah? No one go off by themselves? That's when I I know someone should have told my dad that, because I can't believe he's just run off. That's crazy. Twice in one day. So anyway... Yes, yeah, so I believe Nobody saw me. he's he's I believe unless looked Mr. After. Barago is wanted for whatever reason by the Obsidian Collective, he is about the safest out of anybody in this world right now. You don't say. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine how that happened. <laughs> Are you done with that circle, Walter? <laughs> uh well hold on. What about my dad? What would you what would you like me to do? I just need him safe. Well, he is going to need to be moved then, and I can take care of that, but it's going to be a process. I look over at Noah, I'm like, you want to get another buddy on the Obsidian Collective to... Uh, that was not my favor to call in. Whose was it? Yeah, my parents know people. Uh, Okay. I mean, I guess we could leave him in Dunn. No, one hundred percent no. I want him mm. away from here, like far away from here. I imagine one of the safest places for him, and not too far away, as to make it difficult to send him there, would actually be in Hjolmanir. Uh. The Baron oh, yeah. of Nova and Nova themselves live there normally, and it is very out of the way and does not have a teleport circle. We also but, do know a couple of people mm-hmm. there. What? We also do know a couple of people there. Wonderful. Who are yeah, they? Too. I can send him that way. Wait, who do we know there? Uh, the Phelan Caravan? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, oh. they are currently there. Well, that's not who I was talking about. Who were you talking about? Uh, that's where Gwyn's parents live. That's where Gwyn is uh, from. Oh. oh. You know, I might vote the Palon Caravan just because they're not connected. Um, yeah. Because if we get Gwyn and then 
or you know something or if they notice that like we're getting close to something they could use my dad as like collateral for something yes. and, that would be great. and the uh, Phelan caravan has Morgan Hotstead and Lady Vesper mm-hmm. that's probably anyway, a better the... idea than Gwen's parents anyway so yeah well, there just so happens to be a train track that goes down through Tuldunost and into uh, uh, past Hulmania. So that train leaves, and you see him shuffle through several papers, that train leaves in two days. So what I will probably end up doing is uh, have a few of my boys uh, just start moving him around randomly so he can't be found, and then once the train is ready, we'll send him off. I will keep you updated, Miss Renly, just so that you know when he leaves. Appreciate it. And uh, I should be able to find a... I should be able to place a contact down in Hjolmanir as well. I uh, imagine I will be sending Mr. Skjord with your father as much as it galls me to send him away from my side. I do appreciate the extra muscle. Well, there is, as you've heard me say to my other friends, the gamblers were founded on a few tenets, the most important which of which is loyalty. And you all have shown a certain kindness and trust in me, and therefore I owe you my loyalty. So, I have promised you that I will keep your father safe, and keep him safe I shall. I'm going to walk over to Orson. I'm going to reach out a hand to shake it yep and he shakes your hand no issue you have been more than kind to us you have been kind to me well, we are even not yet <laughs> well if you would like to owe me anything I will not say no we'll come repay your favor and kind someday I may, uh, I may have to call that in someday soon. I've got my own family to look after, and what with all this business with Tristan and the Crows, I may need to rely on you all to look after my family at some point. And when Tristan and the Crows are dealt with, I could see myself working with you. You don't have to, my friend, but I would welcome you. Thank you. Uh, let's, uh, let's get you all out of here. Is there anything in particular you need that I can provide right now? I will be sending you with a, uh, a favor to call in in Baphomel to make sure you all get some animals to help you along your way. Uh, I don't think so. We brought um, all of our stuff and everything. Yeah, yeah. I assume. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, if you left it back at the the tavern, you ain't going for it. I will say, I am going to pull out of my bag. I'm going to pull my tricorn hat out of there, mm-hmm. and <gasps> I kind of look at it and I'm like, um, actually, this isn't a huge favor, but. This probably has my scent on it. If you want to burn that. I don't really think I need it. 
I can think of an idea how that could be useful. If it helps. You're oh, going too. to a very cold place and you don't need a hat? I have a hood. If it I have, helps. I like a hood on my winter coat. And I'll reach into my bag and I'll pull out my black tricorn hat that smells like me. And I will <laughs> hand that as well and I'll say, if you've got a use for it, I assume you probably would have a use for this as well. There we go. It can be And then useful. I reach into my bag. <laughs> and pull out my <laughs> tricorn uh, yeah. yeah, Orson, as he's writing out this, this thing for you, he says, we can use that to uh, confuse Volg a bit and uh, buy ourselves a little more time. Um, and he finishes writing, uh, writing out this short letter and he holds it out to whoever wants to take it. I'll take, uh, I'll take it. Okay. But <laughs> basically, it is a letter to a ranch owner just outside of Baphomel Temple mm. saying, Hey, you owe me debt. If you give these people Kyotori, it consider it paid. Question? Yeah. Is the name of the ranch owner familiar to me? Probably. Okay. Uh, I'll put is that it? away. Um, okay. And then also. Um, you know, if you are looking to confuse Tristan as to our whereabouts, we've come up with several different strategies for how to secure Gwyn. Mm -hmm. I imagine our movements are being tracked in a couple of different ways. How easy would it be to make it so that to at least slightly prying eyes. It looks like we are on that airship headed to Haven. And uh, he looks over at Walter, who has just finished the circle except for like the last mark. Um, and Walter says, well, I imagine it wouldn't be too difficult. The Gear Crown keeps excellent records, so they would probably dig into them to see who's aboard. I... I could probably get your names on the crew manifest. That'd be wonderful. And he reaches into uh, a bag at his side and he starts writing on his own, like, Vodro scroll. Um, and he sends that off. He says, well, we don't have time for it at the moment, so one of my colleagues will do that. Um, I'm ready when the rest of you are. And, uh... Okay. I will be staying in Baphomel overnight and coming back in the morning. Uh, I go over to my dad and I'm like, you, do you get every, all of that? You know where you're going? Yeah, yeah, um, you, um, I don't, I, I don't know what to do here, Magda, this is a lot. I know. I know. And it'll be alright. It'll be okay. Uh you're gonna be in really good hands. You're gonna be with one of the Obsidian Collective. You'll be safe. They don't have time for me. Uh, oh they... believe me, the Phalon Caravan has time for everybody. <laughs> 
I hear they're very nice. Um, Consider this your retirement. You can. This is a. This is more like military service than retirement, kiddo. When once you get to the caravan, you can all you have to do is just sit there and tell campfire stories and eat, eat food. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you actually hear Walter pipe up. He says, "Yes, and if you stick close to Morgan, he will undoubtedly bore you to death with all his stories." It'll be alright, and then I'll be coming back soon to get you. And okay. we'll go home. Um. Just don't, you know, don't. Don't die. Please. I'll do my best. This is, um. This is a lot more than your average cobbler's kind of equipped to deal with. But I know. You know, if you really get into trouble and you need good people to help you, you should go to the Sentinels or Haven. Or they're the kind of people that deal with this stuff, right? Like entities from outside the Demi-Weir? We'll see what we have time for. Alright. Oh. Don't let me hold you up anymore. You're not. Uh, I'll send you letters. I'll keep you informed. Yeah. Mr. Uh, Mr. Skewer's been real nice offering uh, Vodro stamps so I can send letters back. I'll send you something soon. Okay. Yeah. Um, And he turns and looks at everybody else. And Magda, you've always known him to be this, as you can see, very soft-spoken, almost nervous in front of people kind of guy. But he looks over your group and he says, Nah, I, I expect to see her back. You all, you all gotta look after her. <laughs> Better than when we found her. That's right. I ain't gonna just let anything happen to my sis. Yeah, and, uh, when... When this is all over, um, y'all are y'all are welcome down in our hometown anytime. Okay. Okay. Before we before we leave, oh sorry, I no, I no. thought that you were. Uh, before we leave, I'm gonna go over to Orson. I'm gonna hold out a hand and shake it, shake and then I'm gonna give him a hug. <laughs> Christmas right. throws up again. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, no personal space wildborn. Nope. <laughs> Everybody gets And hugged. then we'll also give Hector a hug and whisper in his ear, she killed a pirate for that hat. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> <laughs> and he he like starts to chuckle and then he's like, wait, what? I didn't kill anyone for the hat, I bought it. She keeps saying that, but it ain't true. And it's I know true. It. Don't believe her. Why would I lie? Okay. All right, Foostrack, giant monster dog. Let's fucking go. I'm gonna give Hector a hug. I'm gonna get give Hector a hug too. Big squeeze. Should we just yeah. do a group one? Do we just get everyone together hey, in a shut big? The fuck and up. I walk over and I hey, hug Walter. Just- <laughs> he he like holds a hand out and it's just like no. <laughs> You're going with us. I ain't hugging you right now. That comes later. Uh, absolutely <laughs> fucking not. No. I'm going to get that goddamn hug. You watch. All right, God. all of you. God damn it. And he marks the last um, mark. It's just <laughs> as, as I pull away from my dad, I'll just be, I'll just say, I love you. Love you too, darling. I'm, before I step into the circle, I'm going to point back at Parrish. I'm going to say, I may seem funny and not threatening to you, but don't you dare fuck this up. And then I step through. Do you hear him snort before you disappear? (laughs) (laughs) Jasper pops in after you guys and you, uh, you are all shunted through space. Uh, shunt. Yeah. (laughs) Slunk. (laughs) <laughs> Basically, as you step in, as you step into the uh, circle, it feels like somebody just grabs you like this and just shoves you through this uh, opening in space. And uh, within less than a second, you sort of stumble onto stone flooring, and the breath is knocked out of you. And it's also a little bit colder um, as you find yourselves inside of this beautiful chamber um this uh circular like actually domed chamber that is completely underground uh the floor is the spiraling mosaic and all of the walls are painted uh some of them some of the paintings are relatively new and like uh restored whereas some of them are probably hundreds if not thousands of years old Um, And beneath your feet, this permanent circle is set into the floor, starts to dim down from this bright green until it goes dark. Uh, You can see at one end of the chamber, there's a large double door uh, flanked on either side uh, by two what appear to be, at first what appear to be like soldiers or knights, but you realize they're paladins. Um, They are dressed in gray and gold. And they look up as you all step through with Walter at the head of the group. And uh, one of them comes up to Walter and looks at all of you and says, "Uh, How can we help you folks? What is your business here? Uh, Rooms for the night. This isn't an inn. This is the temple. Uh, Oh, okay. Uh, Then uh, direct us to the town. Uh, Walter speaks up and says, uh, Walter dined Vinia Arms Company. We are coming through on some business with the train. Uh, can you please direct us to the nearest inn, tavern, what have you? And both the paladins look at each other and one nods and 
he leads you guys outside of this door into uh, still underground, a massive hallway uh, that is probably three stories tall uh, and maybe like 20 feet wide. Uh, It looks more like a city street than a hallway, uh, but it's entirely enclosed with these columns lining the center. Uh, And you can actually see a small track going down the center on one side of the columns. And you see a trolley car moving along just slowly. A big like metal, like what you would find in almost like San Francisco, but Mm -hmm. old. Is it it clang, clang, clang in? Actually, no, it's pretty quiet. Ring, ring, ring in. Yeah. It's pretty quiet. Is Judy Garland on the side of it? Oh. Just singing like a crazy person? Yep. No. It's more like the one from Hello, Dolly. Um, oh. But yeah. Uh, see this trolley moving along? There's just rivers of people moving through here. There's vendor stalls everywhere. And you can see up high, uh, toward the top of the hall, uh, you can see that there are actually windows carved into the rock. But the windows extend like feet and feet out of the mountain. Uh, because you're like behind 10 feet of rock. So it's just like a tunnel coming back in that's letting in natural light. Mm. Uh, There are braziers and torches and chandeliers everywhere. Hello, buddy. Um, And uh, you see that around uh, around this area you're in, uh, there are several, there's like a line of different doors, some larger, some smaller, all of which have gray and gold banners draped around them. And not too far from you is one, like, huge double set of doors. Uh, The doors themselves are two stories tall. They're currently open, and they lead into a tunnel that you can see is lit with floating lanterns and has these mosaics on the uh, ceiling. It actually leads into the temple itself. Hi! Hello! Hi! What are you doing? Hello! Is anybody there? (laughs) <laughs> like, no, not on camera. How dare you put me on camera? <laughs> I do uh, not consent. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you have arrived in Baphomel Temple City, which is inside of the mountains of the Leon Fjalls. I was going to say, that was probably like the riskiest transportation circle trip that we took in the whole campaign. Because if Walter. Why? We have not rolled well on insight checks against Walter, so Walter could have just been like, and now you're in the middle of Tristan's hideout in Constant. Right. Just yeah. like, that could have just been it. Especially after I pissed him off. Yeah. You're in the middle of the draws down a trench and you all drown. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, but uh, the paladins lead you guys out of this uh, circle chamber, and uh, one of them points out a set of uh, signposts. It says... Uh, you can follow those. The place is pretty well marked. Um, the sort of travelers, tourists, uh, inns are on the opposite side of the bridge. Okay. Hello. Thanks. We're going to go. Yeah. Keep up the good work. Good day to you. Yeah, good day to you. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you step out into this street hallway surrounded by imagery of the god Talon and mm. surrounded by very colorful people. Lots of tieflings okay. and dragonborn. Talon. Uh, Talon. I know. Fuck you. 
Um, but yeah. <laughs> and uh, the signposts will take you out to a bridge that crosses the valley between the two halves of the city, if you so choose. Hi, bud. Is that, are we, is that where we're done for today? I don't know. It's up to you guys. Okay. I wasn't sure. We probably should. We're coming we, up on fire. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I figured I'd get yeah. you guys to where you were going and then we'd be done. But um, we're here. For the sake, for the sake of gravity, get you guys yep. head down the, the hallway and up a flight of stairs that leads to a, a very large bridge. Uh, probably... Gosh, I don't even remember how big the bridge is. Like 30 feet wide? Something like that. Big is, that the one, is that the one Marin stood on? Yes. In, okay. It's precisely that one. I know this bridge. Um, but 30 foot wide and probably... Feel it in my past life. Mm, I've been here before. probably in the realm of like a thousand feet long. It's pretty yeah. big for like a foot travel bridge. But there is a trolley. Um, you guys head across... Uh, to another hallway and find yourselves in a stone inn. It's pretty quiet. There's not a whole lot of tourists that really stop in Baphomel, so it's easy to get rooms. Um, and uh, Walter gets his own room and mm. basically... Uh-uh. You don't want bas- to oh. with me? <laughs> he, uh, he basically is just like don't bother me unless you absolutely have to, please. Thank you. And he goes to his room. Wow. Thought we were friends. Okay. Uh, I will say, however, he does tell Magda that if she has a moment, he would like to talk to her. I will head to my room because I've got some things to make. I will head to my room because I want to console Jasper. Mm. <laughs> Good luck. I will head to yeah. Fustrak's room because I want to console Jasper. Okay. Mm. I will head to Walter's room and we can pick that up next session. Chitter chat. Okay. Yeah. That's a, that's a good spot to stop. We went a little over, but not too bad. Uh, Titan. Oh, so uh, one quick thing that I had to adjust is I mixed up the effects of Belladonna versus Aconite. Uh-huh. What I would have said to him when I was threatening him with it was uh, if he wanted to not be able to move anymore and like be completely paralyzed and listen to his heart slowly stop beating. That's a little better. Cool. I like that. Is Noah our like arc bad guy? Is that what's happening right now? As like <laughs> arc Noah is yes. the bad guy. I have been sitting here. Back. I've been sitting here fantasizing about what it would be like to be like, oh, what what would my final form look like in the big battle? <laughs> well, it, if you had raised that pistol uh, up at um, at. Uh, Orozco, I was gonna have Fustra come into the room and be like, "No." Oh, I would have pulled the bullet you're better than the trigger this. before you got there. <laughs> Don't you worry. I almost did that with Christmas. Uh, well, <laughs> he shot he him pulled it really knee. fast. He did. That was fun. Christmas I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. 
Same. Yeah. Can't wait to torture somebody else. Yeah, no, that's not happening again anytime soon. Oh, I but that's called no, character funny. development. I can. I kept joking about how we were going to bring Orozco in alive, but all of his limbs were going to be broken. And what the fuck happened? <laughs> one of his Only limbs one. Almost two. Eh. He's fine. Man. He should have failed Zone of Truth, and then it would have right? been way easier, you know? It would have been. That's what Man, you get for being a cool. bitch. How how cruel! You ask him a question, he answers as truthfully as he can, and you shoot him in the knee. Well, yeah. The the first answer is never the mm-hmm. true answer most of the time, and if it is, you have to be sure. Yep. Here's the other thing, though: when you torture someone, they will say whatever they have to say to get the pain to stop. Yep. Yep. So. <laughs> yep. Anyway. Uh, thanks for joining us for a kind of a dark one. Um, <laughs> Super but I fun feel like, session. I feel like everybody let, let off a little bit of steam with that. So that's good. <laughs> I've been kind of like turning the screw on you guys with plot for a while. So uh, you can find us at, at Lauren ADV Co on Twitter. Uh, we also have a link tree that you should be able to see on screen. It is also below on Twitch, and it will be attached to YouTube and all the other shit. Hello, boy. Hello, boy. <laughs> his answer is just to butt his face <laughs> against my shoulder. Okay. Such a sweet boy. Uh, he's okay. Um... <laughs> Uh, do please check out our Redbubble and support our stream. Uh, let's see. Upcoming stuff. Uh, we will not be streaming on Christmas for obvious reasons. What's well, Christmas's Christmas birthday? Series. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I do believe that's it for general stuff. Ash. Hello. My name is Astrid Knight. You can find me everywhere at Astrid K. Wrights. Basically, wait, did I say everywhere? Yeah. Sure did. Basically mm-hmm. everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, mostly Twitter. Um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, yeah. Um, or at my website, astronite.com. Uh, I had a new short story come out this week uh, in the anthology called Welcome to Simmons, Detective Spencer. I wrote a story in there about Mothman. Uh, and there's a lot of other cool stories. Mothman. Mothman. Um, there's a lot of other cool stories uh, that have like spooky holiday vibes. So perfect for uh, any holiday plans that you have just relaxing and reading by the fire, you know? So pick Getting that spooked. up. Getting spooked. Um, it's super spoopy uh, yeah so check that out and then I also have a, a book that I'm editing that's going to be coming out uh, next year so uh, keep an eye on that okay uh, I'm Blake R. Wolf you can find me at blakearwolf.com B-L-A-K-E-R-W-O-L-F-E I'm also under that name on all the socials I write fantasy novels I completed a whole series this past year um, called The Crystalline Chronicles. So if you like uh, like Lord of the Rings, Narnia, D&D, that'll be right up your alley. 
Um, I'm also working on a new series, which I'll I'll give the title. It's called Bone, Stone, and Wood. E. So uh, book one called Exordium will be out in oh. January. What? I love that word. <laughs> Exordium. It's just, yeah, it's just like a Latin word. It I think it translates to something like the beginning of an adventure or something like that. Yeah, it's the, the introduction. I yeah. love that. Uh, so that's book one will be out in January. I'm currently in the process of uh, editing and finishing up the third act. Um, and yeah, and then uh, I think next year we're going to be writing two series at a time. So look out for Ooh. alternating books. Yay. That's me. Mm -hmm. Cool. Uh, Gail. Hi, I'm Zachary Gail. I write horror stories. Hi. You can find me on Twitter at Zachary G. Author. Um, I am currently working on my first collection. It's planned to come out in October of next year. Uh, also, I have submitted to be part of an anthology, and I should be finding out this week uh, if I get into it. So that'll be Yay. fun. Uh, and uh, I've gotten some other exciting news. Uh, my dog is trying to bite my hand. Uh, <laughs> um I've gotten some other exciting news that I'll be announcing uh, in the future once it officially releases and I can do so. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's me. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yo, what's up, Home Slices? Yo, it's up. your boy, hashtag Zach Coop, the hashtag master. Uh, wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And, uh, <laughs> I have to fill my time slot with something, okay? Are you going to just facts. be like, hi, I'm Coop, I'm normal, here's a fun fact. Or you could just be yeah, silent. I always forget to get fun facts. Yeah, you would like that, wouldn't you? Um, I play D&D, I run a campaign with uh, Zachary Gale on, sometimes on Sunday, and it's fun and it's great and um that's what i do all of the some well some of the stuff that's on the stream is me because i'm the hashtag hashtag master and the stream master um and that's it someone else please go now wow okay. that was a tire <laughs> that was fire like so chaotic <laughs> i've got a fun fact for you oh. there are not actually 57 varieties of heinz ketchup there never were the founder, H.J. Hines, thought his project product should have a number, and he liked 57. Hmm. I didn't know there were 57 varieties. And also, you can there hit are. the 57 well, on the bottle to get the ketchup to come out. Okay. On the old glass bottles. Mm. Okay. What's a glass bottle? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I was about to Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. That, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, You're not even the youngest one here, Coop. That's Taylor. I am aware that was is there's this thing called irony. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's not how you use that. That's not ironic. It's not <laughs> Taylor. Irony. Tell us about yourself, yeah, please. Wow, I'm confused. <laughs> All right, uh, y'all like can find me on Twitter at t a i y i y i y. Oh, hamster. Let me spell the fucking thing. T-A-I-Y-L-O-R-W-A-L-L-A-C-E. Make sure you misspell Taylor. You will never find me. 
Uh, you can also find my editing service if you took part in NaNoWriMo or you're a writer uh, at Sonder underscore editing or sonderediting.com. Check it out, because, yeah. yeah. Um, we are... Did anybody talk about the book? No. No. Oh, so... Currently, it is my turn anyway, I think. Um, oh, I shit. Usually I will get on that. I forgot that it's my turn. <laughs> yes, oh. it is. Uh, we, I think you have two chapters in a row, too. That you uh, Yay. Ash, Yay. Ash and Blake are the uh, writers of the novelization of our first campaign, Sleeper mm -hmm. Campaign. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm uh, live editing as you guys go through. Uh, but we are working on the first book, and I think... How many words are we at at this point? We're like 30, a little over thirty thousand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We we got a good a good head start with Nano. Um, yeah, I think we're but, about a third uh, of the way through from yeah. the outline. It's genuinely, truly, like talking to people watching. This is such a good story. I love the it's, characters. So like, I am not one of those people that when I'm working on a project, I'm like, oh my God, you guys, this is so good. But like, this is literally fucking good. Yeah, like, it is. I, I will admit it. This is it's good. It's really fun. It's so fun. And, it, and it, it's because we're revisiting characters we yeah. love. We're getting back into like the world of Atlaren before it was hyper complicated. And, yeah. <laughs> but it's also just fun to see how you guys perceive the NPCs and each other and how you write each other. Yeah. Because you guys are doing all the writing. Um, but uh, yeah, they're currently in Port Saris, yep. uh, running around getting baked <gasps> goods and jobs and... Talking to Lysander Corrette. Yeah. I get, to I get to write the goose. Yeah. Oh, yes. I, oh my god, I forgot about the goose. Dude, when I was writing that outline, I specifically gave you the goose because I knew you'd want to write the goose. Oh, so. I'm so excited. Yeah. And Dinky. Dinky's and Dinky. coming real soon. I gave you Dinky. I think Dinky's yeah. like the next chapter. Yeah, I get to do Dinky and then and yeah, goose. and then we do the yeah. goose. Mm -hmm. Sweet. I hope I have an excuse sometime to get fear in into the Wanderlust campaign. Cause I feel like I feel like uh, Zach and Zach would like them. Mm -hmm. They're fun. Oh, they're wonderful. I love you. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, thank you all for joining us. You can catch us on Twitch 11 a.m. Eastern Saturdays for live streams of our game. And if you missed anything or you want to rewatch, you can check out the uh, VODs on YouTube and podcasts on Spotify and a few other places on Wednesdays. Uh, we usually have them posted before noon. Uh, I believe that is everything on my list. So we will see you next weekend for journeys in Baphomel Temple or, mm. well, outside of Baphomel Temple. You guys are in Skinwalker territory. Oh, Yay. no. Yeah. I'm cool with it. Whatever. Actually, you're more in Foothills, so it might be a different <laughs> creature. Fuck you, it's just we can never get the timing right ever since there's four of us. Can we just, can that be new merch? Can we get t-shirts that just have I, say I, I written on it? I should, I should walk around with a t-shirt that just has big I, I Y. Oh, yeah. Like teeny tiny T-A-L-O-R. And if I hadn't already bought your Christmas present, shoot.
I should have. Such a good idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we will see you guys next weekend. Thank you for joining us. Oh, bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye